evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. For the next two hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe, and much, much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the Wrestle Talk podcast, check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now, it's time for the reigning, defending, undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast, the Wrestle Talk Podcast. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? Loyal members of the WrestleTalk family. It is your boy, The Night Owl, back once again to welcome you all to episode 423 of the WTP. And this evening, I will not be riding alone. I will be joined by the illustrious Justin Waite. And just a matter of moments, the one, the only, the Alpha, Gabriel. Serrano will be joining us as well. But for the time being, let me thank you guys for being here and show my appreciation for every last member of the Wrestle Talk podcast family. Now, we've got a lot to get into. We got high spots. We got shoot and shout. We got game show challenge, two illustrious guests, and of course, the national anthem and all of our regular shenanigans. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for one of my co-hosts this evening. He is the newest member of the Wrestle Talk podcast lineup. Also happens to be quite the competitor over at the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in the one, the only, the Alpha. <laughs> The crowd goes wild as the Alpha unmutes himself. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. Turn this on. There, there we go. You go. Hey! <laughs> What's happening, fan? Too sweet, me, baby. Too sweet. Over there? Yeah. Boom! <laughs> What's new, man? What's new? Got a little lag on your side, it looks like. No worries. All right. What's new, uh, brother? I think you got a little lag going on your uh, end, my I guy. Mean, oh my god, what what hasn't been happening? Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here, man. We haven't been on the show together. I've been trying to talk to you. Is um, this the first? Is this the first? What's that? We're like, is this the first? We're like, we're like co-hosting with each other. Oh yeah, we definitely got a little bit of a lag. I'm gonna give so? you a second. I'm gonna give you a second to handle that lag. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're like watching the the rebroadcast, but make sure you hit the link directly into the show as a co-host, bro. Because there's definitely a lag there. I'm gonna give you a second to handle that. Um, there we go. Okay, guys. So just real quick, I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. This is absolutely my first show of 2023, and honestly, I have missed all of you guys. I have not been here since before Christmas, and that feels like eternities ago. But man, did I pick a great night to come back because I'm sure everybody saw the news. And if you didn't, 
I'm glad you're here because some huge news dropped just minutes before we went live here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. I mean, I'm talking about this news is so big that um, somebody that has been a regular to all of us, especially those of us that grew up loving, uh, um, loving professional wrestling in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and beyond, a personality that has been there throughout the entire time just resigned from the organization that they are with. So we're going to get into that during the high spot segment. Also, I want to remind everybody, if you happen to be one of our Facebook users, that means you're probably watching us in a private group. Make sure you go up to the top, click that blue text, give the streaming uh, a service an opportunity uh, to register you. It doesn't take any effort. And then we can actually see who you are. For the moment, let me give a quick shout out to Aaron Wallace for being in the house, uh, showing love to the Wrestle Talk podcast and showing zero love to the Empire. We're always going to give you a thumbs up for that. Shout out to my man, Heart of the Hustle um, brand himself, the ambassador, the owner, the proprietor, the one and only Big T, the Paisan. Sounds like he thinks Vince is a cancer. We're definitely going to be getting into that, Big T. And I appreciate that, man, repping my home team, you know, Miami Heat. They're actually playing tonight. That's how much I love y'all. I'm actually doing this instead of watching the Heat game. So <laughs> I do have it recorded, though, so we'll be getting back to that a little bit later. But anywho, if you guys want to participate, please drop comments, uh, whether you're watching us on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook. If you want to join us, just message me, message the Alpha, message Skywalker, message somebody that you are familiar with that's a part of the show, and we will shoot you the link, and we can actually bring you on so you can join the conversation. We just ask that you got a decent, you know, it doesn't even have to be headphones, just some clear audio. Turn your phone from this way to this way so we can kind of see your big, beautiful face in landscape mode, and most importantly, bring the heat. Just like Ace Roberts and Tommy Davis are going to be doing this evening. They are both going to be joining us tonight. Ace Roberts a little bit after 7.30. Tommy Davis a little bit after 8.30 Central Time. Also, um, a little bit later on in the show, Facebook user, hit the blue text so we can see your name. Um, a little bit later on the show, we are going to have FWWC representation. At least one match will be revealed tonight for FWWC Royal Rumble. And, of course, the snippets of truth with Big Daddy P, whether you're a Christian or, or a Catholic or a Muslim, we all pray, right? We all pray to something or someone. So if you guys wouldn't mind, shoot us your prayer request. We'll send that over to Big Daddy P. And about an hour into the show, he'll join us for about 10 minutes. And, he, you know, he'll he'll petition the good, the good Lord upstairs. And uh, hopefully um, some of your guys' prayer requests will come to fruition and and I know a lot of the prayer requests we get is for like people's health, accidents, um, you know, financial struggles, uh, you know, relational struggles. And it's really, really been a blessing. Not as much. I mean, definitely to the people that are submitting the prayer requests, but most definitely to the ones that are hearing them. Right. Like it's it's like a word of encouragement, something positive. And I know, as a matter of fact, that that is not something that any other podcast is doing. And we wear that as a badge of honor, ladies and gentlemen. Something super duper special and important to us 
just as important as all of you guys are the members of the wrestle talk podcast family and i do appreciate the love on the background here's what's crazy um i do have a wide angle camera but but there's so much other cool stuff that i've never really been able to show i'm gonna do that now while alpha all right so there's this uh autograph poster back here of uh my uh matt seidel and trey miguel i got an autographed rvd autographed adam cole and then this is what I wish I could show more that I don't, but this, I think, like, fits me perfectly. Like, <laughs> my sense of humor may hurt your feelings, but no shade, uh, no no hate intended. And then as far as Sting, uh, it's not actually a picture. It's more of a poster. It's an old WCW wrapping paper, like a Christmas wrapping paper, gifted to us by our friends over at King Cade Arcade, one of our illustrious sponsors. Speaking of which, I actually want to hit on the sponsors before we get into all the other pro wrestling shenanigans. So really quickly, if you guys would bear with me, let's go ahead and go through and shout out all of our illustrious sponsors, starting with our friends over at Royal Mills Transportation, Rathbun Engraving, home of the Wrestle Talk podcast mug, first edition. My Tumblr happens to be at my wife's job because she lost her Yeti, took my Tumblr, and she thinks it's even better than the Yeti. Nobleman's Barber Lounge in Kansas City, Missouri. The aforementioned Kincaid. Interstate 70 Sports Media that just re-signed their contract for another year of sponsorship to the Wrestle Talk podcast, Little Popeye Designs. That's who does the Tumblrs. And, of course, the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC, which, again, we will hear from their CEO uh, a little bit after the halfway marker today, right around the same time you guys hear from Big Daddy P, you're going to be hearing from my guy, the CEO, Dewan Mills. All right, so real quick here, um, I got a couple of comments I want to put up, and then we're going to go ahead and get on with it, because ultimately this show is about you guys. So if you guys keep dropping comments, I'll just share the comments all night. We don't have to get into any of the other stuff, okay? Uh, really quickly here, um, says here, I have a pick with Shane Douglas, and he and Kiss Shane signees for me. You're going to have to write that for me in English, but I, I think you got a picture with Shane Douglas, and he kissed you or something. Pretty cool, if I misunderstood that. Classic? Yeah, absolutely classic, especially this RVD autograph. It's one of my favorites. Uh, shout out to Nick. Look, bro, we were worried about you. We thought you deactivated your account. All of a sudden, the Bulldogs win the national championship, and you pop back up on my Facebook again with a big Georgia. So come on, bro. Come on. You got to be around when you're not, when the things aren't up, bro. You got to be around uh, when the chips are down, not just when they're up. It says, uh, Night Owl, how happy are you that I won the Dynamo Pro Heavyweight Championship as happy or happier than Rodell? I'm going to be honest with you, Snitch. I didn't like your campaign of misinformation, but as far as what you do in the ring and your promo game, bro, you're one of the best in the game. Are you going to be able to keep that championship? Well, Luke Skywalker Roberts doesn't really seem to think so. We'll see, bro. I think the odds are against you. You've made a lot of enemies. So back on your way through that jungle, I think those enemies are going to start to reappear. But as far as you be, being the champion, I think it's what's best for business. Uh, the WWE being bought by WTP, very possible, but I cannot disclose that. Our attorneys have told us not to speak a word on it. And yes, for those that are wondering, the Alpha is going to be rejoining us in just a matter of moments. Just got to make sure his audio is synced with the video because he was dealing with a little bit of lag. Listen, here's the deal with that. We are a live broadcast. So everything we do is kind of off the cuff. 
we learn as we go. We evolve as we go. Anybody who's been around for a while, this is not what my background looked like a couple of years ago. This is, I did not have this kind of microphone in front of me a couple of years ago. Okay. This was a progressive, hard earned uh, um, uh, upgrade. And everyone who joins us as hosts has the opportunity to do that progressively as well. Plus none of us are rich. So, uh, okay. Best glass you ever had the beverage out of. No, I'm not going to disagree with that. Need a tumbler. That's $20 just for the tumbler. If you want your name on it, that's another five bucks customized plus shipping. Susie, let me know, hit me on cash app. We'll get that rolling for you. Uh, Shane and the group Liz or kiss. I'm guessing kiss. Okay. Got you. <laughs> Hope you feel better, sis. Again, Facebook user, hit the blue text so we can see who you are. Uh, Road Warriors pick. Yeah, awesome. He signed it. Says, I actually have a Goldberg bowling ball back at my old house. Shout out to Kurt Gannon. Yeah, man, much help to Kurt Gannon. He should be back soon from what I'm hearing. The news reports and my background sources are telling us that maybe within the next two to three months, he should be back. Uh, <laughs> Jared, I like this. Ricky Rodriguez, arriba España. I uh, got a lot of love for Ricky, man. Fellow Latino doing big things. Uh, yes, I. Yo, hey, we trying to do it like Nipsey, bro. Last time that I checked, dogs here, <laughs> shoe pockets, and all that other nonsense. Uh, from the beautiful snow top mountains of Topeka, Kansas, right, Drew? <laughs> My dog was on. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. All right, now let's go ahead and bring Alpha back. Alpha, assume the position. No Vaseline will be used, so be ready. Let's go ahead and bring you back on, baby. Go ahead and unmute, and let's make sure that you are lagless. Unmute yourself. Are we? We are lagless. Well, what? We're, we're lagless. Are we? Yeah, I think we're good. Perfect. Ah, okay, right. okay. I told you to, I told you to upgrade from that dial-up because I told you you gotta get you gotta kick that AOL to the curb, my guy. I try to tell you that. <laughs> well, you, know, you don't miss those old modem sounds. That <laughs> I was tempted to ask you if you were even old enough to remember that, but I think you I, yeah, surprisingly I was. <laughs> Age discrimination, yo. A lot of folks happy that the Alpha is joining us. Uh, a lot of you guys haven't tuned in in a while, so the Alpha. Alpha is actually now a permanent host of the show. He started off in his mama's basement. Then he moved into his girlfriend's closet. And now he's got a little corner of his own room. So we're making progress here, guys. It's only been a couple of weeks. Bear with us. Just give me, give me a couple more months and then I should get a poster back here. I'm trying to figure out a place to put my belt because it, it looks good. Like I got it. Right I'm just here, trying to have baby, it. Like, right here. Just wear it. No, yeah, that's a long time to be wearing it. <laughs> Somebody say you got a dial up there agreeing with me. Uh, let me just real quick going through the comments, guys. Uh, why did the snitch tag me? Not sure, but again, he should be mad at Skywalker because Skywalker is the one that predicted that he wasn't going to have the belt for long. Alpha is your okay. There you go. Appreciate you, sis. Keep the comments coming, guys. We love it. We'll do this all night. We don't give a damn. Killer Thorn lurking. Oh, what's up? What's up, Killer Thorn? Uh, happy to have you. Um, in the FWWC. Yeah, Kill, Kill Thor's got big things going on, man. Uh, FWWC segment is going to be lit. And then the FWWC tonight on Thursday is going to be lit-er. Lit-lit-er? <laughs> like the shit. You guys? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, Alpha's a very smart guy, very knowledgeable in wrestling. That's why we brought him on. Young guy, a lot of pro wrestling knowledge. And, and more importantly than everything, I know the, the legend himself, Mr. Simmons, will appreciate this, Okay. 
the passion that the Alpha has for professional wrestling, man. And here's what's crazy. I needed you tonight, Alpha. You know why? Because I have not watched wrestling for about a month. Just a little bit of Twitter, a little bit of a being the elite, a little bit of stuff like that, okay? So there are going to be topics we're going to be hitting on here in just a matter of moments that I have no clue what's going on. So you're going to have to kind of treat me like a kindergartner, hand me a box of crayons, and then you got to kind of bring me on and bring me up to speed because I'm not really 100% sure what's going on. Are you cool with that? I'm, I'm 100% down. But I'm going to be honest, I've been kind of – <laughs> I've been sporadic. I've been trying to catch up because we've had a lot of pay-per-views in the past couple. I mean, we got a lot of shows either coming out or that have come out. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom just happened. I'm still trying to catch up with that. And th those are long shows. Like they get five hours, bro. It's a, it's a five hour wrestling show. It's always that, you know, they do them at late at night and people are worried about them going too early in the morning. New Japan doesn't have that problem. They do them at like eight in the morning and then they do them towards the afternoon. <laughs> Exactly. And here we are suffering, trying to watch it live at 2.40 in the morning. And most of us got a job to do, dang it. You hear what I said? <laughs> um, real quick, Nick Luke, uh, Georgia Bulldog fan, says, if you ever watched the WT, if you've never watched the WTP before, the Night Owl is the nicest, most genuine guy in the world. Well, this sign says otherwise, Nick Luke. My sense of humor may hurt your feelings. <laughs> So have you learned that about me, uh, uh, Alpha? I, I know I'm a little prickly, you know, like when managing things, but it's all out of like the intent to like progress and be better. Because I know my friends have like joined me in some of my endeavors where it's like FWWC or um, or like Wrestle Talk, and they go, "Man, Night Out, like you're chill, bro." But whenever it's like business, you're kind of like, eh, like like a little. But I'm like, bro, somebody's got to be that guy, right? Like. Out of my mouth is that I was gonna say that I'm like, uh, but he has to be. He's in a position of because if he doesn't do it, nobody else is gonna do it. And you gotta be the person to put your foot down. And I respect that. Like that's why anytime I come to you know this that anytime I come to you in the DMs, I try to keep it straight professional and I try not to take anything offensive. We're just working towards a product, and if it doesn't work out, it'll come into the cards later. It's like okay, well, it's that's wrestling. Like that's I can't tell you how many times plans have never worked out in real wrestling. So for the FWWC, I could definitely see where it's like okay, but give the guy a break. He's like managing twenty people, twenty nine doing their own schedule, <laughs> twenty nine. 29 to be to be exact but uh but here, here's what's funny that you say like it's wrestling right like dude some of the stuff that we're getting ready to get into here in high spots is crazy but before we do that and i'm kind of disappointed if you give me a second i'm actually looking for something very important i think i may have even lost it but you know what i'll just i guess i'll just have to use this one I guess I'll just have to use this one for tonight because I don't have my little flag today. So we do have to get into high spots, okay? So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I got just a guy for this. What you got? This okay, nice. Movie. That's very patriotic of you. Okay. <laughs> for for those of you guys that are new to the show, we're gonna ask you to respectfully remove your cap, put your hands over your heart as we pay homage. To the greatest country on God's green earth. That's America, damn it.
Oh my gosh, that is always so exactly. It's it's like that Denny's commercial. What are these what are these red, white, and blue pancakes taste like? America. America, damn it! America! <laughs> Go dogs! Go dogs. All right. Anyway, uh, a lot of people feeling that, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Pro America. And we love you Canadians, too, you little weirdos. We love all of you guys. <laughs> anyway, I, wait a minute. Didn't uh, who didn't Baron Corbin just call Kevin Owens a little Canadian weirdo just like last night? I think that just happened. <laughs> I didn't actually catch that. That's there, something about calling them weirdos is so like I, I can't help but picture Terrence and Philip from South Park with the little with the little flapping. <laughs> <pup head. laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, here's here's something awesome. Um, so apparently we have one of our listeners that wants to join us. So let me let me do as I promised and send that individual a link. And I think I know what he wants to talk about. Let's be honest, Alpha. I think everybody wants to talk about the same thing, okay? It, it, it just broke a few minutes before we went live on the broadcast. So I am actually going to do the old fancy screen share and show you guys what it is exactly that we are looking at here, okay? Yeah, and, go ahead. Because it, I can assume some people are still at work or listening while they're driving or something, so let's... Definitely want everybody to get a chance of this. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, um, and I'm going to see if I can't like save the image and then uh, like blow it up a little bit more because I don't know how well you guys can actually see it. And I want you guys to be able to see it super well. Okay, here we go. This should help. Okay. And I will read from this verbatim. Um, so bear with me. Uh, this is from the desk of Stephanie McMahon. And it reads, oh, sorry, guys. Let me let me move this back over because if I read verbatim, then you guys can't see it. Okay, here we go. Dear WWE Universe, about eight months ago, I took a leave of absence and within a few weeks, unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had the privilege to return as the co-CEO and chairwoman of the board of WWE. By the way, in history, in the history of history, I don't think a lot of women had ever made it to the chairwoman position of such a big and prestigious company. So kudos to Stephanie McMahon for that. That's that's kind of gangster right there. It says, I cannot put into words how proud I am or how proud I am to have led what I consider to be the greatest company in the world, working alongside a remarkable leadership team and one of the strongest executives that I have ever known, my co-CEO, Nick Khan, no relation to Tony Khan. And by the way, I know those of you are, there's some of you that are very anxious the one and only Jay Wade is going to be joining us in just a moment. Our founder, Vince McMahon, has returned as executive chair and is leading an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives, a.k.a. we're selling the company. And with Nick's leadership and Paul Triple H Levesque as chief content officer, I'm confident that WWE is in the perfect place to continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value to shareholders. WWE is in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave and take it a step further with my official resignation. That's the big part of this statement, folks. Make sure you highlight that with your yellow crayons. I look forward to cheering on the WWE from the other side of the business where I started when I was a kid as a pure fan. And I, and I'm sorry, it says, I will always remain dedicated to the WWE 
I truly love our company, our employees, our superstars, our fans, and I am grateful for all of our partners. Thank you for everything. Then, now, forever, together. Signed, Stephanie effing McMahon. Alpha, I'm going to work on getting some of our other folks on, bro. I'm going to let you take the stage solo dolo for about a minute and a half. Give us what you got, baby. Show us that passion that we all know and love. Uh, this is like, it, it doesn't, mm, it, it, we're, we're getting a back-to-back of stuff that's happening wrestling in less than a year. Like this is, this is industry shaking to know that Vincent Kennedy McMahon is back in the building. Stephanie McMahon is no longer in the building and they are planning on selling WWE. And it, it, it looks like it's going to be uncharted waters. It actually feels like I have no idea what's going to happen because as much as everybody wants to try and tell themselves that, well, it's just Vince McMahon. He's only in the executive producer or whatever. I, he's in the chair, the chair board or whatever. Not only is he back in the company, but he seems like the kind of guy where he's like, Oh, I just, I'll just, I'll just touch it a little bit, you know, just slowly adjust it. Like nothing, nothing major. You won't even know I'm here fly on the wall. And then I feel like we're going to run around in circles and end up back to where we started, which is Kennedy McMahon running in this whole company. And I'm honestly worried in the future for <laughs> I'm keep an eye out for Gunther. Cause I'm very concerned. This man is going to lose his title because you guys heard what was going to happen prior to Vince McMahon leaving. And it's close. It's this so- close. Well, guess what? Alpha, we have a very, very special guest that is joining us now. And uh, and right beside him, one of our illustrious co-hosts, the one and only Jay Wade. Gentlemen, welcome. Which one of you two wants to jump in on this thing first? Our boy Big T from Wall Street Forbes or you, Jay Wade? Who wants to tackle hey, this thing first? You know what? I'm late to dance. I'm going to let the gentleman who wanted to request it to be on. I'll let him go. I'll be uh, respectful. It's always a pleasure, brother. Cheers. First and foremost, Vincent Kennedy McMahon is the biggest clown in the business. Why can't you just step away and let things run how it has been? Like, Triple H has turned this whole thing around, you know, so maggotly. It's crazy, bro. It's like, you got enough money. You can go live your life. You know, it's kind of like calling the kettle black because this dude had all this scandal stuff going on. But he wanted to fire Mandy Rose over some OnlyFans type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, the Mandy Rose firing happened when Vince wasn't in charge. So can we really correlate the two? I mean, bro, but how are you going to allow him to do what he did and then fire her for that? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's yeah, like hey, going, it's Wall like Street, Wall Street. With, wait, like wait, Wall Street, you with... can't fire the owner. I think that's what you can't fire the owner. Who's gonna fire the owner? Hey, listen, it's like it's like going back to when Sable had the handprints on her breasts. Like, come on, bro. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sex is a cash cow. We'll, we'll come back to you, Big T. Hang on just a second. Yes, uh, uh, Jay Wade, baby, I gotta hear your thoughts, man, because I know so, I know you got something to say about this. Oh, I got a lot to say. First things first, I hate technology. Uh, my my <laughs> laptop took the uh, took the big dive off the header today and. Well, I'm on my, uh, luckily I'm an Apple whore and I have multiple Apple objects, uh, you know, um, I have a, uh, iPad, but the iPad was asking me to log in to six different type of things for security. 
And that's why I'm here now because I had to uh, figure out a way to get StreamYard um, without Facebook Messenger because Facebook Messenger wasn't acknowledging my credentials. So, um, I hate technology. Fuck you. By by the way, I believe... I believe Iron Sheik has uh, thoughts regarding your. Please, uh, your I love decision. the uh, the Sheik. Come on, Sheiky baby. That's right. There it is. Right. <laughs> so I do have my I have my thoughts on this all together. Vince is <laughs> Vince is back. Yeah, but guess what? He's he's hired J.P. Morgan to sell the company, and that is a big big thing. Yes, yeah. uh, Stephanie backed out because hey, she no longer needs to do what she was requested to do when Vinnie Mac had to step down. Um, I don't. I don't think Gunther. You know, Alpha. I don't think Gunther's in trouble. Triple H is head of that creative process, and I, I think all everything is going to be the same as it is. Vince is just there to tidy up things. He's cleaning out his desk, so to speak, uh, because of the sale. Now, <laughs> let's just uh, hey, uh, let's just hope he does a better job than Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Got him. I couldn't help it. Sorry. <laughs> I do believe with Mr. Uh, McMahon at the helm, for, so to speak, uh, just so he can clean up things before he takes his final uh, final swan song. He's on his way out. He's selling it. I'm a little nervous, though, not because Vince is back, but who is going to be taking – Who's going what's going to happen once a new company or once a new firm comes in that owns the company? I, I hope that a lot of things don't change. But we'll have to, you know, just wait and see. As wrestling fans, we always have to wait and see. So let me share with you guys, um, and we'll go a little bit more in depth. And we are about five minutes away from the one of the Ace Roberts joining us. It, it, last time he was on, highly entertaining. The guy rolls with the punches, managed some of the very best in the business, and he just happens to be the brother of our very own Luke Skywalker Roberts. Not sure where their relationship is right now. Last time he was on, things were not going well. We'll ask him when he gets here. But let me just share with you guys, uh, Big T, before you go, some of the companies that are rumored to be interested. Out of these companies, I want you guys to tell me who you think would do the best job. Not who you think is the most likely to win this prestigious company under their umbrella, but who you think is most likely to do the best job. Number one, I think it's obvious Peacock, all of WWE's libraries already on Peacock. It would apparently seem like the most seamless transition. Also a name that's been floated out there is Amazon. Everyone knows that they're continually trying to expand their prime package and adding all the WWE programming and the pay-per-views I think would be a huge deal for Amazon. The other company that's rumored to be interested is, and these are, I think more, let's just say IWC rumors, but there is word that Tony and Shad Khan themselves may be interested in, in purchasing WWE. There are a few more names. If you guys think somebody else that I haven't named would be the best candidate to take over. Uh, Disney as well, of course. Disney is always in the bid for everything. Let's start with you, Big T. We'll work up to Alpha, and then we'll close it out with my man, Justin Wade. I'm going to take it a step further, bro. I think, honestly, that the Saudi Arabians are going to buy it, bro. We're crown jewels held, and you're going to have to see Mansoor's champion. (laughs) 
It makes the most sense, bro. They got cash. Monsoor? Monsoor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I, can, I can go with another great Kali run. I, no, not Kali, y'all. What, what's a gender? Gender. The gender. modern day. I can do that, but come on, bro. Come on, Monsoor. They got, they got the cash, bro. Yeah, they got all the cash in the world. But my thing is this. What is WWE without the McMahon name attached to it? And if they do sell... Is Triple H going to stay around and be creative, or is he going to sell off? Does he own a part of the company? I didn't know. Because you got to realize, all these talent that Triple H brought back, they're going to walk. I don't know about that. They are, bro, because they they all said they don't don't like McMahon. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. You know? But it reminds me of when WCW sold. You know, it's like the end of an era. I mean, you know? That's a strong take. Well, T... We'll leave it there with you, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, We're going to get the the thoughts of the other two hosts, and we got to move on to Ace Roberts. But, bro, uh, I give you 15 seconds, anything you want to pimp, put over, uh, any messages you want to put out there. I know you had something to say for the CEO a little bit earlier. I know he'll go back. I got got three messages. Drop it on us. Go ahead. D.O. Mills, book me. I'm tired of playing games with you. I'm ready to compete. God first in money. Shout out to Kirk Gannon, man. I can't wait to see what you do this year, brother. You know I'm – let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again to our boy, Big T, the Pizon. Um, Alpha, what do you think, man? I named three, I think maybe four companies when I threw in Disney there at the last second. Bro, I got to get your thoughts because Stephanie stepping down is probably the most significant move we've seen regarding the sale – Aside from Vince coming back, what do you think? Don't forget to unmute. Yeah. Um, out of the options you said, I personally think Amazon might do the best. And that's only because I think they can make a package out of it. And I think they could make it really, like, I don't know, like maybe tie it into some of their other stuff, maybe Amazon exclusives for pay-per-views and stuff like that. And – only just because I don't think Peacock really understands what to do to make it work. I think that they're more about archiving it, and they've edited a lot of stuff, haven't they? I, if I'm remembering correctly, so they have. I think for the sake of the WWE, at least as far as it's like past is concerned, I think Amazon would be the best move going forward. But I don't know. I mean, it, that's what I would like to see happen. But Peacock seems like it's going to be the most logical just because they already have the rights to their other stuff. So I, I can't imagine why they would go with anything else. Justin, it's on you, Daddy. What you got? Yeah, man. So, you know, I read an article today during my lunch break trying to prep for the show a little bit. Uh, the the same company, the uh, firm or whatever that uh, is in charge of Live Golf over in Saudi Arabia. They have also expressed interest in making some WWE purchases in the realms of having uh, other types of shows over there as well, besides the, uh, the firm that was already doing it. Um, I have a feeling it, it's going to be, I hope, you know, the Saudi Arabia thing is not, that's just, you know, that's just them buying shows, having shows over there from time to time. Um, I think it would be a very, very, odd situation if they did purchase wwe i don't think that's going to happen uh otherwise wwe won't be in the united states anymore they'll be all saudi arabia based and 
But, you know, you'll make a lot of money if you're in that realm. But anyway, so I don't think Amazon's going to acquire it. I think hopefully uh, I'd like to see, you know, Peacock's already got their hands in the dish. Uh, I hope if they were to, to purchase it that they just are like, hey, we got people that know what they're doing that are running it. So let's just keep, let them keep running it. We're just back. We'll be the backers. By the way, our boy um... – uh, Robert Berkeley here, Robert Berkeley from the FWWC. He happens to love your hat, Justin. It is a old relic. I uh, miss my St. Louis Rams. And uh, yeah, so uh, not, not a Rams fan of what's. Like yeah, it. well, yeah, back in the day, the greatest show on turf, you know, Kurt Warner, uh, you know, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, dude, Tori oh, Orlando Pace. On, beast. Oh, man. A lot of people don't know that Trent Green was actually supposed to be the quarterback yes, of that team. And if it wasn't got for an injury, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick Vermeil, that will, yeah, we'll have to do another podcast about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. oh, yeah. uh, and another, other team, so. oh, the Yankees. Oh, yeah, you have to do your Yankee. You guys read what he said? Yeah, of course. All right, so go ahead and read it off the screen for us, Alpha, for those that uh, can't see it clearly. It says, Mr. McMahon versus Joe Biden, winner receives the custody of Dominic. God. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, guys, one minute away from the man of the hour, the man that everybody's been waiting for, Ace Roberts. We got one last comment to pop up here. Shout out to my man, Ace. Them dogs, baby. Roo, roo, roo. Congratulations on your national championship. Also, our FWWC hardcore champion. Like, what is the FWWC? It's our little fantasy group that we do, guys. Just hang tight. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on in the show. Um, I do have one last question for you guys, and it could just be a one-word answer. Um, um, let's see how I want to phrase this. Uh, Dominic, um, yay or nay? Let's start with you. Yay. <laughs> Did you did you say start with me? Yeah, well, whichever. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Um, nay to the tenth power. <laughs> Why? Why? I gotta know. I can't stand him. I I just I, I'd like to see Lesnar. You remember a couple years ago when it was Mysterio against Lesnar at Survivor Series? Yeah, I'm not uh, sure how Ray survived that. I don't know how Dominic survived it, and I loved every minute of it. Lesnar <laughs> threw him around. It's Bang. okay. If you guys. Okay, just bear with me here. I'm going to go off just on a small tangent, and I'll let Alpha go. Um, there's back in the day on the the, the, the glorious show Married with Children, any time Al Bundy would get thrown from something, uh, they would cut away, and then it would be like a ragdoll being thrown off the side of a building. And I just love the way Lesnar would throw Dominic around, and I can't wait to see more of that, hopefully, hopefully in the Rumble. <laughs> Alpha, come on. We got about 30 seconds. We got to get Ace Roberts in here. It is 30 seconds. I'm going to say yay, and I'm probably alone oh, on this, but that's yeah. only because yeah, out of everybody here, he's the only heel that's getting booed for being a heel. And I understand that people like to say, oh, it's go away heat versus uh, regular heel heat. You're booing him. You're giving him the response he wants, so he's doing his job. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like the Wrestle Talk family is firmly in Justin Wade's corner right now because let me tell you right now, they are not digging him. And I gotta be so I'm gonna be honest. You guys know me. I'm the last one that's gonna have something to say about like like racial <laughs> jokes or whatever. Like I love all that shit. I love Chappelle. I love all that shit. I think people are way too sensitive. But this cultural appropriation 
this blood in, blood out, East Coast, I mean, West Coast gangster stuff. I'm like, Dominic, bro, I swear to God, you look like you just got out of Pampers last week. Now, all of a sudden, my man's got the the the, the gang bandana and the, the teardrop. I come, I mean, come on, man. Make it feel real. I mean, come on, man. When he's I a hear, poor man's Conan. He's a poor dude. dude. And, and here's the thing. Conan and Ray are like this. Ray Mysterio, uh, he's got to be disappointed right now. That's all I got to say. Sorry, Alpha. You're on your own. You're on your own. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want everybody to get their freshest shades on, brush that hair all up, get ready to strut your stuff. And I know, as a matter of fact, the ladies are about to go wild because one of our favorite guests of all time is joining us on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the one and only Ace Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, hello there. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. You see those dance moves, Alpha? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Justin, give me a little something. I don't dance for, for free. Who <laughs> dance for free? Ace. I would Ace say... in the place. Welcome, sir. Welcome back. Well, I, I appreciate it. It's definitely your honor to have me back on here. I do appreciate the introduction. It was almost worthy of an Ace Roberts introduction. Oh, geez, Louise. And I thought Luke Roberts was intolerable. Well, you know what? That, that's fine. This is your time. This is your place. Welcome back to the show. And Ace, I must say, you look even younger than the last time you were on the show, man. What's your secret? Um, Just being great. Just being me. Being better than most people. I mean, it, it, it ages well. Okay, well, it seems like you've got a strong, firm support group behind you. Nick Natural is in the house as well, supporting his boy. Welcome, Ace. Nick. Well, hey, let, well, let's start there, Ace. You are known for a lot of different things, but your affiliations is one of those things that people are always talking about. Talk to us a little bit about the people you roll with and why. Well, see, right now there's this group called The Solution, it is myself with the leader, Tyler Copeland, Mephisto, Nick Natural, Derek Fullerton, and Riley Knox. Because you see, we're tired of the politics in Pro Wrestling Epic. All these wannabes that think they're top guys, think they're top stars. And it felt like it was always, we were always being five on one, six on one. You got people like Damian Blackwell, who's honestly probably not listening right now because it's past his bedtime. Harsh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bro, bro, whoa, whoa. The Blackwell Ooh. family Ooh. has got respect around these here parts. Are you sure you want to poke that wild bear? I, I was not talking about the, the other one. I was talking about the child. Oh, the child. Okay. All right. The child. Yeah. They're, they're all the same. They're all, they're all crazy. Even the little girl. The girl's crazy, too. They're all out of their minds. She's probably tucking him into bed, reading him his story right now. Oh, damn. <laughs> Uh, uh, if they're in the back, I believe we got, uh, we got drops for that, right? Yeah. Uh, I think we got some shots fired. Ace, what is it about antagonizing other people that brings you so much joy? What is that about? Why? It's, it's just fun because sometimes it's good to be better than people, but the, what's even better than being better than somebody 
is letting that person know that you're better than they are. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to exhaust all the bullets that I have in my gun, so I'll go ahead and pass it up to my brother right above me here. Alpha, this is the kind of guy that I think you could get behind, but I'm not sure. This is your first interaction with Ace Roberts, so I want to give you the opportunity with a clean slate to try to have a civilized conversation with this gentleman, well, this gentleman beside me. Go ahead. Well, I have it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, it's, it's awesome to have you on the show. Um, funnily enough, we actually have my fellow assassin syndicate's name is Ace, so I'm a little partial to the name myself. And I have to ask, how did you get your start in wrestling? How did you how get, did get my start? Um, I started working with a company called MPW, which I would have to say that later a uh, sub-affiliate of it is WPW, which I ended up buying. So, Okay, so do you, do you still run and operate WPW? I do not. I sold the shares to uh, Pro Wrestling Epic. Very nice. So a businessman, a manager, multi-skilled, multi-talented. What else you got, Alpha? Um, just to throw another one out there, uh, who are your biggest inspirations for wrestling? Uh, who who are the people that inspired you to become a wrestler to begin with? And who do you model yourself at, or not model yourself at after, but who do you think you take the biggest inspiration from? Inspirations of people that I watched from when before would have been like Shawn Michaels, Shane Douglas, people like that. That's the best. Dig that. Well, Justin Wade, I know you're up there yeah. patiently waiting for your opportunity. You're a guy that that has had, at least in the past, your kind of your finger on the pulse to a certain extent of everything going yeah. on in the St. Louis area. Ace Roberts, obviously, you know, family with, with one of your best friends, somebody that you highly respect. Not sure if the feeling is mutual here with Ace Roberts, man. What, what do you got for the guy? Well, Mr. Ace, it's uh, it's good seeing you again. We've crossed paths uh, in the in the past. It's been a while. It's been a, it's uh, been a little bit. You're looking good. I'm glad uh, things are going well for you uh, in terms of uh, the solution. And uh, how so? How is it going running with a rough shot like Mephisto? How is that? Uh, how is that uh, that tandem? How does he? Uh, he seems. Uh, a little I mean, more volatile than most people. I mean, he is one half of the PWE Tag Team Champions. Um, there is a coronation ceremony coming up on February 4th for him for the NWA National Championship. Oh, I wow. feel like Mephisto is basically one of our top guys. Like, you should respect him because he is a part of the solution. That's the problem is people don't respect us. So we had to kind of take matters into our own hands. I just take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of which uh, you are brothers of a uh, certain person. I know how's uh, how's your guys' uh, relationship nowadays. I mean, it is what it is. I send him Christmas cards, pictures of myself, Christmas cards. <laughs> um, I, I expect birthday presents from him. I usually don't get them. I, I didn't get a Christmas gift this year. Yeah, it's okay. I've, I've been pretty close with him as well, and I never get that up either. So it looks like uh, things are going well for you in uh, Pro Wrestling Epic right now. So uh, it's uh, it's good that uh, you're doing well. It's good seeing you again, my friend. And uh, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll cross paths at some point again. So. I'll be, we'll be ready for it with the solution. Oh. Okay, wait, wait just a minute. So 
Ace, I want to address what a couple of the listeners, because, you know, our hashtag is hashtag Let's Talk Wrestling. So the audience Mm -hmm. has a voice here, and we have one of our loyal followers, Aaron Wallace, uh, accusing you of stealing. Um, Oh, no. Do you want to address that particular situation, or are we going to just sweep that under the rug? I am not exactly sure what he's saying that I stole. I have never had to steal anything. I purchase anything i've ever needed unlike him but that's beside the point i mean are you calling aaron wallace a brokey i i'm pretty much just like most of the people listening hold on hold on not all of us can have a bugatti okay not everyone not everyone can i get it i i'm uh, i guess i'm an old man uh what are these terms we're throwing out brokey what is that what is what is that well i believe did you not coin that phrase, Ace, or was that uh, was that Andrew Tate? I, it was one of you guys. One of you. It was, it was probably him, but I mean, it's true. People, there's a lot of broke people in the world. Oh, I am not one of them. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. So, so then there is no um, chance that you guys would acquire an NWA championship by nefarious means. Is really we- the question, right? That is not the case. You see, what happened was there was a title match between Mephisto and Scion. Scion did not show up. So by all rights, the solutions theory is never kneel. So Mephisto is by rights the NWA national champion. If if the match never happened? Be, because the match, the Scion didn't show up. The match happened. The bell rang. Mephisto was in the uh, ring. The referee counted 10. Okay. All right, that's fair. Okay, listen. So, so we'll move away from the solution and, and go to some questions, right? Because you got the solution, and we're moving on to some questions. You heard the conversation we were having previously, and and this is only for the sake of getting into Ace Robert's psyche, so that all the brokies can learn how to be successful like you. Okay, so here's the here's the question. Good luck, people. Uh, well, it, all we can do is try. Okay, um, the news that just dropped earlier, Ace about one Stephanie McMahon stepping down and what's the word that she used alpha resigned. She resigned from the organization. You as a longtime wrestling fan, what do you think? Is that, is that a good sign? Is that a negative sign? And then part B of that question is who do you think of the proposed purchasers would do the best job curating WWE, and I believe we brought up Amazon, Disney, the cons, and Peacock were the four that we brought up. So first about Stephanie. Second, who do you think would do the best job if they bought the company? Go, sir. Uh, As far as Stephanie goes, I think it kind of depends on what the plans are for the company. Okay. Um, Her stepping down could be, obviously, it seems like definitely selling, but whoever they're selling to is probably going to be determines whether it's a good decision or a bad decision overall for the business. Okay. Gotcha. So if you were the one making the decision, who would you sell the organization to that you think would do the best job in making sure that it carries on the prestigious legacy that it's built for itself for over 50 years, right guys from WWF to WWE, it's been 50 years, right? Or more. Well, yeah, uh, 60, uh, I believe 1960. Uh, I think it might have been more than 50. 60, maybe? Maybe more? Okay. Uh, roughly 60. Roughly? Okay. Gotcha. 
Uh, fans suggesting that maybe you purchase the WWE. Any chance that? I, I, I mean, I would consider it. I'm a busy man. I don't have time for that kind of stuff. But I, I could do it. I could throw my hat in the ring right now, but I, I'm too busy. The solution needs me. The solution needs our guidance. I mean, I don't have time for that. Okay, gotcha. I totally understand. I appreciate you entertaining the question. And, and uh, uh, Alpha and uh, Jay Wade, if you guys want to jump in at any other time, like please feel free. But, again, I love having Ace yeah. on. He, he's, he's always kind of – kind of prickly in, in a good way. And I enjoy these, these little dialogues that we have. And so, you know, and when you say prickly, uh, we all know what you know, more like thorns, right? He's got those thorns that, that throw out there. Not, not the other term of prickly, right? I mean, you, you say potato. I say potato. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I just had to throw it out there. Cause I wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. He is prickly. Okay, okay, the the listeners are out of line. We have a message here. There's a lot of them chiming in. I love yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of people got So it says, if this guy buzz w, buys WWE, I'll go back to watching women's bowling. And I love women's bowling by, by hey, all records. How, how many of these people are actually paying for their internet? I bet most of them are pirated on their internet. Yeah, and most of them can't afford the $8 on Twitter either. I'm going to be probably honest. Not. No, they probably can't. Yeah, they probably can't. Well, okay, so next question. I'm sorry. The fans are out of line, AC. We're trying over here to filter, but it's easier said than done. Follow-up question to you. So I know that you've managed many people to success. I know that you've also held multiple championships. The one thing that I saw uh, in, in doing our research, and by the way, thanks to our media department for always having us prepared for these shows, I saw that you've got a little hardcore um wrestling in your in your sleeve in your background you want to talk to us a little bit about because we've had like a Kieran, we've had mad mad pondo i mean we've had the best of the best in the hardcore business around but you have actually done it yourself tell us a little bit about what the mindset is going into and preparing for a hardcore hardcore no holes bar type match versus a regular match well, those people are kind of crazy. Um, I have too much class, too much sophistication. I mean, you look at the Hollywood demeanor of me. Yes, I was a did hold the MPW hardcore title, but I kind of used my leverage, the financial side, the business piece, the smart side to hold the title and to hold on to it for a couple months. So as far as all those crazy guys that are putting their body on the line, I'll leave that to them. I choose more the class, the sophistication, outsmarting those people. So, okay, so, but when it came down to it, you were going through tables, you were using light tubes, you were hitting people with chairs. Not everyone can turn that on. And, and a lot of people look at you and say, oh, he's a successful businessman. This guy doesn't like to get his hands dirty. But clearly, you've proven that in the past. And I think people are forgetting that, Ace. For the most part, I'll be honest, I, I had lackeys doing that part for me. I slid in, I got the pin, I got the one, two, three, I got what I needed out of the match. I had the people doing that for me. Okay, I totally understand, and uh, I would say I respect that, but I mean, let's be honest. I like a man who, you know, comes home with a little dirt under his fingernails or, you know, a little sweaty under the hey, collar. I got the he's pin, I got the one, the two, the three, uh, that's what matters. Listen, I work 10, 12 hours a day, and I still come home and do the podcast. So me personally, I like to see guys that kind of willing to kind of, you know, get a little grease on their hands, whether they're working in an office or under the hood. But again, that's just a night out. That, that's just me. Um, Alpha, uh, Justin Wade, I'll give you another opportunity yeah. to jump in if you guys got anything. I got a boatload of more questions. Ace seems to be ready to answer them all quick fire, and I respect that about him. But I want to give you guys a chance in case you got anything right now. 
Go ahead, Alpha, if you got anything, brother. I'll get right back to you on that. I'm thinking of a question. That's fine. Hey, I got another one. Hey, Ace, uh, it's, uh, I've been uh, following you guys a lot lately on the social medias. You brought up, uh, we brought up Harshare a little bit ago. How is that, how is it having that man roaming around the promotion? I feel like it's unneeded. Um, I've, I've <laughs> ran into him once or twice. It was, it was not fair. Um, I was distracted by the child, Damian Blackwell. And, but at the end of the day, Harsh and Blackwell did get a tag title shot and they lost. They did not beat the solution. And that's got to say a lot of things because, you know, Harsh is, uh, you know, his history with the business of Midwest wrestling. Uh, that's a big win for the solution, wouldn't you say, Mr. Roberts? I, it was definitely a big win. They might say that other things happened, but at the end of the day, the solution won. Mephisto, Nick Natural, they got their hands raised. That, that's all that matters. Well, you know, as a prodigy of uh, Mr. Harsh, uh, Mephisto should know, uh, Harsh should know better, uh, you know, letting uh, a face it when you face the likes of uh, Mephisto, you know, um, he's, uh, you know, he'll, he'll uh, do anything he can for a win. And I think that's why he's part of your guys' group, correct? See, Harsh one made one mistake with Mephisto. Harsh taught Mephisto yes. everything that Harsh knew. But Mephisto knows a lot of things that Harsh doesn't know, like simple oh, math. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Quick question from the audience here. Uh, so we can keep this thing rolling. It says, Ace, if you could choose an opponent, then now mainstream or local, who would it be and what stipulation? Hmm. Who would I pick for an opponent? I, as far as locally, I mean, anybody that's willing, the, the money's right, the money's there, I'll, I'm willing to do whatever's needed. But the money's got to be there. Because any, any anybody about. in particular that you would like to get your hands on? I would love to get another opportunity with the child, Damian Blackwell, uh, PT Bitchum. Um, whoa, whoa. Shots fired. Okay, I, I believe we actually have it working this time. Guys in the back, do we have the shots fired thing working now? Let's try it again. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. Woo. Damn, Ace is on fire. Okay. Okay, no, this is not Luke Roberts. <laughs> well, this is Luke Roberts' brother, Ace Roberts, the much more handsome, intelligent, and wealthy one. Come on, hey, man. I'm, the classy I'm digging, one. I'm digging Sonny popping up from time to time because he looks like a uh, extra of the show uh, Trailer Park Boys. So, uh, <laughs> some love. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I got to hit that one more time. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I love Sonny. Sonny, I love you, brother. Everybody's roasting everybody. You can't really beat that. Okay, so I got another question for you, Ace. Um, so you're a man of many endeavors. One of them is seeking and signing talent. Yeah. Of all the wrestlers you've seen in the Midwest, and, and I know we've talked about the solution um, you know, extensively here tonight, is there anyone else throughout the Midwest that you've seen here recently that you are particularly keeping your eye on, whether it be just as a fan or for business interests? I'm curious. Um, as of right now, all my focus is based on the solution, on Nick Natural, Mephisto, Riley Knox, Derek Fullerton, making sure that business goes accordingly. That's where a hundred percent of my focus is right now. So you're not paying attention or scouting anyone outside of your own guys. 
Not at this point in time, because no one is worthy of the solution. Wow. Okay. And and I hate to correct the listener, but no, this is not a family show. This is internet radio. Okay. There are no sanctions, no restrictions. Talk your shit. You can say okay? whatever you want. Balls. Say, yeah. No, balls. Kidding, no. Big balls. <laughs> Big sweaty balls. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> did I get carried away with the balls? My bad. I apologize Hello, for that. All right. Okay. So Ace, there's something very, very important that we need to do before you go. And you may remember this from your last visit. We have a little segment around here called the shoot and shout segment. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it's a little bit of a therapy session. Each of us get 30 to 45 seconds to rant, rave, and go off about anything in the entire world that could be pissing us off. It doesn't even have to be wrestling related. It could be about gas prices. It could be about you know buying a bag of chips and it only being halfway full. We're going to give you an opportunity to do that. This is the order we'll go in. We'll do Alpha, Justin Wade, Night Owl, and then we'll close it out with you. So by the time it gets to you, Ace, you'll know exactly what we're doing. Shouldn't be an issue. Are you cool with that? Good with me. All right, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. For episode 423 of the Wrestle Talk podcast, we challenge you to get ready for one of our favorite segments. We call it the, the Wrestle Talk podcast shoot and shout segment. Hit that music. <laughs> It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fun, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. Someone's head off. I'm in contact. Your life's on contract. You're way, mother. Just one of those. All right, right, Alpha, don't forget to hit the unmute, baby. Give us tonight's shoot and shout. Go. Okay. Uh, Am I good to swear? I'll try to keep it minimal, but I, I, I'll... Bro, I'm listen, just, no fucking swearing cake. whatsoever. Don't fucking swear. Don't say bitch. Don't say shit. Don't say asshole. It is absolutely explicit and not allowed in this motherfucker, okay? Right. I got a fucking bone to pick with the guys running construction out my house. I... <laughs> have the shortest drive to work and these guys make sure that it takes as long as damn possible because this is the only intersection that they're working on i gotta drive five minutes around them just to get it it's it's a minor thing but this is shoot and shout i'm allowed to get pissed off about this if i'm allowed to they need to hurry up they already closed this thing off i thought they were just painting the lines on the thing but in reality i guess they were marking it and now they're actually scraping the shit out so heaven knows if that's gonna get done before january and i'm just thinking i got a faster time walking I got a faster time walking than driving and taking a right and looping all around. It's a minor inconvenience, but I got to account for that every single time, especially during traffic. It is the worst. All right. <laughs> I love it, dude. Love it. Love it. Keep bringing that heat, baby. All right. Jay Wade, baby, the hey. one and only. Hit it. Hit us with it. Man, man, Alpha, uh, it seems like you're a little perturbed about something. I think you'll I think you'll get over it. You'll, you'll get past it. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, what I'm perturbed about, what grinds my gears, as a famous philosopher Peter Griffin once said, uh, I am so sick and tired of social media at the moment, not because of, you know, all the shit you see on social media. Uh, I'm uh, particularly upset with Facebook right now because of two things. Uh, the other day, my wife was giving me shit because I'm a bougie bitch and I don't like Timex watches. She made a comment about that. Now on my Facebook feed, I didn't have, we had nothing open. My phone was in my pocket when she said it. Now on my Facebook feed, I have motherfucking Timex ads <laughs> scrolling through it. 
That's amazing. My God. second bitch is that uh, I appreciate the security that Facebook likes to say they have and it made me, you know, uh, almost 30 minutes late for this prestigious show. Uh, you know, um, they asked me six different times for six different credentials just to make sure I could get into StreamYard. So, uh, fuck you very much and suck my ass. All right. <laughs> very, very well done. Hey, I don't know who we got to talk to, but we got to get that sound clip of uh, Jim Cornette with the thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> send it. Hey, clip it, send it. We'll yeah, get it at it for next week. Maybe send yeah. it. I swear, if you have it, send it. We'll get it on there. Okay, so my shoot and shout for this evening is very, very simple. Professional wrestling as it sits today is readily available to you at any given time. You are beyond blessed to be living in 2023 yes. where you have access to basically everything for fucking free. Stop yeah. bitching about wrestling sucks. You know what? You suck. No, 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 you, no, not you. You suck. If you're not going to your local shows, if you're not checking out New Japan, if you're not watching Major League Wrestling, if you're not checking out Beanie Elite, there's got to be something for you. Triple A just happened. New Japan, I mean, come on, bro. Just say you don't like this shit and move on to women's bowling. Oh, my bad. That, somebody actually said that earlier, didn't they? My bad. <laughs> Move on to something that you actually appreciate. We don't need you. Cancel your Twitter account. Unsubscribe from Hulu. Hit the bricks, homie. Kick rocks. No one needs you. We are here to enjoy what we love. And if you can appreciate the sport, that these guys are on the road for 250 days a year to try to entertain your spoiled asses, okay? So if you don't like it, well, it's pretty simple. Fuck you, bullshit! All right, Ace Roberts, close us out. All right, well, first of all, Wade, uh, I'll let you know. I'll hook you up with my Rolex dealer. And oh, for those beautiful. of you people that don't know out there that are listening, a Rolex is a watch that you can't afford, by the way. But as far as my shoot and shout, I'm going to send it out there that people that piss me off, like P.T. Beckham, like Harsh, like Alice Crowley, like... Yeah. Keith Smith Jr., like the baby Damian Blackwell that think on February 4th in Alton that you guys stand a chance against the solution because it's not going to happen. Never kneel. The solution are going to come out top, sweeping the night. It's a sweet poster. It is. It is a it sweet is poster. Yeah. And real quick, yeah, now absolutely incredible. Great book by the graphics team over at Pro Wrestling Epic. Just real, key, real quick, uh, Roses and Broken Noses. That's an absolutely incredible name for a show very original very very creative uh saturday february 4th that's 405 east 4th street alton illinois tickets first row 15 bucks general admission 13 oh doors open at 6 p.m bell time is at 6 30 again pro wrestling epic on all of your social media platforms ace any final thoughts before you get out of here baby absolutely wonderful interview once again February 4th, be there in Alton. It's a perfect Valentine's Day gift for your girlfriend because let's be honest, any gift, the people are, they're from Alton. So any gift they get them is probably stolen. So take them to the PWE show on February 4th. Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the real top G of the WTP, Ace Freaking Rock. <laughs>
Please, bud, we'll catch you around. Good. Wow, the crowd is absolutely is going nuts. Going nuts. Real quick, guys, we are moving on right now to Big Daddy P. But before we do, yes. uh, right after Big Daddy P, we'll jump right into the CEO. And then we'll be back again with another featured interview of the evening. We'll be having Tommy Davis on in about uh, 20, 25 minutes. So for those of you that are excited for Tommy Davis, hang tight. We promise we're going to deliver another fantastic interview. But this is on you, Alpha. You got to go ahead and hit the sponsors for us, Daddy. They're already ticking across the bottom of the screen. Do not forget to unmute. Hit us with it. Wrestle Talk Podcast would like to thank our awesome, uh, our awesome sponsors, Royal Mills Transportation, headed by CEO himself. We got Rathbun Engraving with the Wrestle Talk Podcast mug for only twenty dollars. Get your mugs, guys. Nobleman's Barber Lounge, Casey. Uh, MO, we got Kincaid Arcade at Oak Park Mall. We have Interstate 70 Sports Media, Little Popeye Designs. That's where you can get your uh, Wrestle Talk Podcast Tumblr and the FWWC, the world's premier fantasy wrestling association. Whoa, look at that. Man. Hey, Justin, this kid's got butter. skill. Yeah, right. Kid's got Smooth skill. <laughs> Uh, hey, Ace Roberts may be good at recruiting talent, but I'll say I'm in a close second. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was a very entertaining interview. I love, you know, I love the guys from the Midwest. You know, I think, man, I don't care what you say. Kansas City, St. Louis, Illinois. There is Oklahoma, hot, baby, Iowa. Yeah. It's crazy. There is. A, it's a hotbed right now for uh, for independent wrestling. Sadly, in the Pacific Northwest, and besides Defy, which is, is on par with Ring of Honor. Uh, there, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of few and far between up this way. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but you do have some pretty incredible guys up there. Uh, we just saw him in Las Vegas. His name is escaping me. Jeff Manning, Jeff Manning, uh, Manning. Upper, yeah, up, upper Northwest and doing some things in Vegas as well. Uh, don't try this in, in Las Vegas, man. Just uh, doing a lot of incredible stuff, a lot of incredible talent based out of the Midwest. So uh, on that note, guys, we are going to move into Snippets of Truth. For those that don't know what Snippets of Truth is, and Justin and Alpha, if you guys need to get a drink or use a restroom or whatever, you're more than welcome I'll, to do I'll, that. Uh, take a, I'll take a pause, yeah. Okay, okay no, but we'll, we'll be we'll be here because we're going to get into Snippets uh, of Truth with Big Daddy P. Uh, I just want to say for those of you that are not familiar uh, Big Daddy P has been with the show for a very, very long time. Uh, he has um, co-hosted. He has been a guest. Uh, he helps us with the production of the website. Uh, really, the Wrestle Talk podcast would not evolve to what it is today without him. And as a matter of fact, I actually want to shoot him a... I promised him I shoot him a message. Uh... Oh, he's in. Okay, cool. Got it. He's already in. Um, so anywho, um, Big Daddy P has been a critical element of the show, whether you guys see him on the show every week or not. And when he does come on the show, he comes on for one of my favorite segments. It's called The Snippets of Truth. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, my big bro, and also the owner of Painter's Dream Productions, Big Daddy P. Hit it, guys. What's up, what's up, what's up? Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa, big bro. You are looking quite comfortable 
right now on that couch, man? Is that like an Ashley, a lazy boy? What do you got going on over there? I'm just chilling like Gilligan back on the fill again. Big Daddy P (laughs) on the Wrestle Talk podcast again. Let's go, Daddy. I absolutely love to hear it. And you know what, Big Daddy P? A lot's going on in the world of professional wrestling today. I'm not sure if you heard the news. We broke it a little bit earlier. Stephanie McMahon officially resigning from the E. First off, give us your thoughts on that. Well, Daddy's back. Ooh. So now that by Daddy's that? back, a couple changes will take place. But again, he really never left. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of a false narrative. But again, it's it's wrestling. And wrestling wouldn't be wrestling if it wasn't exciting. We got to get ready for the Rumble. We got to get ready for WrestleMania. Uh, what is it, 39 now? 39. My goodness gracious, are we getting old. WrestleMania 180. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Big Daddy P. I never thought I would see the day where the McMahons were no longer heading WWE. I mean, let's just think about it. I've been watching it probably since 89, 90, and I remember things from like 93, 94 forward. She's always been there. She's always been there. So what we were discussing a little bit earlier is, one, what does it mean that she's gone? Is it a good or a bad thing? And number two, we narrowed it down to like four rumored buyers that may be interested in the WWE. So it's kind of a twofold question. What's it going to be like without Stephanie? What does it say? And number two, which of these four do you believe would do the best job carrying on the WWE banner? Amazon, Peacock, Disney, the cons. And uh, I think there was one other one. Alpha, remind me, what was the other one we were talking about that could potentially be uh, one of our, our buyers of the E? You said, okay, so we got Peacock. You said the cons. We said Amazon. Um, uh, Comcast Universal, I think, came up. Uh, NBC Universal. Why is this escaping? Uh, oh I know Saudi God. Arabia came up. Yeah, we had Saudi Arabia. Um, there was one other one. On. You're missing the most important one. <sighs> Which one? Tony Khan. Yeah, I said the cons. Oh, the I cons. thought, well, no, but it's yeah. happened to hold on, though. The there is a con that works for WWE now. Nah, he, he can't afford it. Anymore. Come on, come on. No, 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 no. Oh, I thought you meant that that con. No, not no, the cons, yeah, the cons. Right? Uh, uh Shad, Shad and Tony Khan. Yeah. yeah there was one other one that's not coming to me though. We yeah. we live in a timeline where two opposing wrestling companies both have a head with Khan as the last name spelled the exact same way with no affiliation with one another. None. No relation. No relation. <laughs> I think Tony Khan will make an offer. I don't think they'll sell it for it, but you know, again, Disney won't touch it. I okay. just can't see these younger generation people going, I'm going to be stone cold at, at Disneyland. I just, it, Disney's not going to happen. Disney is definitely not. Yeah, gonna they kind of botched Star Wars too, though. I, I, I personally, I hope it's not Disney because they kind of botched the Star Wars thing. And so it I'm like, I don't just, trust them. It, it isn't just about the money, Renee. It's not. Okay. It has nothing to do with the money because in the end, the one who holds the largest vote, what, 81%? We, 81%. He's going to make sure that whoever buys it isn't just going to buy it and sell it. I, because again, I just, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that, that in the end, Vince is, 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 is going to pick a buyer who's going to, because the, 
look, they wouldn't be doing it this long if they didn't care about what the fans thought. They care about the fans. And 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 I think all of us fear whoever buys it is going to pull it to the ground and it'll die. So, okay, so, so wait, wait, wait. So it, it, with what you're saying, okay, I'm kind of thinking as you talk here, then it would make the most sense to sell it to the cons because Tony actually loves wrestling. Correct. And it wouldn't just be a business thing for him. You know he would do whatever it would take to keep that thing growing and getting bigger, right? Because the reason WWE has been so successful is not only their marketing and their their ability to kind of get their message across borders, but because the owners absolutely are obsessed with wrestling. Anybody else who buys it, it's just going to be another segment of business for them. Am I mistaken there? Yeah, especially if NBC buys it. Right. NBC right. would be the worst sale, I think. But right. again, man, we could all listen. Peacock. That's the one we forgot. We forgot Peacock. There are a lot, a yeah. lot of billionaires and now trillionaires coming in to the picture. So I don't think it's just about cash. If an individual comes in with, let's just say, $10, million, $10 billion and says, I want to buy... Even though if they, we don't even know what they're going to offer it for you. Actually, have they released? They had some bank no. organization, well, JP right? Morgan, right? Wait, that's that's it so far. Right. Okay. Well, let's just say $10 billion, which is just an unbelievable amount of money, <laughs> especially for WWE. Um, but even, you know, I, I was last week, we were at Raw in Nashville. How was that? That was Jamie's oh, cool. first show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was her first show. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Jamie. Hey. Did you enjoy the show? Very much. Oh, it's fantastic. That's why we're obsessed. It's just like an aura, right? There's like this energy. And really seeing the kids' faces light up, that's my favorite thing. Because that was me. So, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Now, now, she's 5'4", right? And where were your knees? Oh, my knees were touching the chair in front of me. <laughs> Dude, I had yeah, to literally sway, fold to get into the chair, and then getting out the point. I had I had Jamie on the left and this skinny dude on the right of me. Thank God, because I'm usually next to big guys, and when there's both of us, and unfortunately the arms don't go up, no, nope. so you're stuck. Yep, aisle so seat, bro, it, aisle seat. Bridge Bridgestone is definitely, but we had great seats. She loved it. But what I was going to tell you was, I was watching. The per- I was I saw it differently this time, maybe because for the last couple of years I've run my own shows, but I saw it completely differently than I've ever seen it. And I have to tell you, they changed the mat how many times? Eight? Yeah, almost every match. It was one mat one time they put two matches on it. But- there were the mat, they just get one mat after another mat after another mat. I was like, man. That's incredible. So their 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 production and how they put together their show, there isn't anybody who can do it just like that. I mean, it's it's. I'm so I glad would, you said that, uh, Big Daddy P. So here's the the comment from the legendary Herb Simmons. Herb, thank you always uh, for for being here and supporting us. And I know you got a big event coming up here shortly. We're going to be promoting Herb that here in the coming it. weeks. Uh, yeah, Herb should buy it, absolutely. But the question is, what group has the knowledge and the experience to deliver the product that the fans really want? At this point, I think the only people that have a that have that ability would be the cons or 
or Peacock because Peacock at least already has a vested interest in it. Everybody else is an outsider looking in. Am I am I off on that, guys? No, no, you're correct on that. Yeah, there's not too many. There's not too many um, takers that uh, have the uh, experience and knowledge that would um, grip the fans into the business. I'm worried that it's going to be a little bit of a shock the fans once that sales complete and it might be a little bit of a downtime for wrestling oh let's hope not man because it's peaking right now and anything going in the other direction i think is something that would be discouraging um to all of us so, so let's hope that's not the case uh with that said big daddy p we got to get to business you're here well, to hold talk on though for one more little piece what do you got have you guys heard that already wrestlemania 39 is the highest ticket sales they've ever done yeah no matter. I, I, I hadn't heard yet. that. I haven't heard. And that. in their in, I just saw a video on YouTube that on their flyer for Royal Rumble shows Cody. the electricity on top, referring to the Rock. Whoa. I don't. I don't listen. He's been on. Rock has been on NBC. He's been on all these shows, and Black Adam bombed. So he's going to need something. To, to to give him a a, a a huge push. And I think WrestleMania is probably the only thing that'll do it. People are kind of getting tired of The Rock, guys. I mean, I love, I, he's great, but I'm just, it's just the same old, same old, same old. It's just, I mean, it how many so movies happens. has he done? Like it's 25 so already? He's it's done a so lot of. If you look up his his filmography, he's done so many films already. Scorpion King. Uh, there was that. Film. So, he's going to have to be at WrestleMania. Well, hold on, hold on. I want to. I want this. Disputes this narrative that Black Adam bombed. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I may end up look seeing at the it. Numbers. So this Go is to box from IGN. Mojo. Go to Box Office Mojo. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm on IGN. Money back. <laughs> look, looking at another source here, it says Black Adam won the box office for the second time in a row and has surpassed 111 million domestically and 250 million globally. And what was their production cost? Uh, um, 640 uh, something million. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> not it was good. like six, 640 million? million? Yeah. And it'd be, uh, uh, they said that it was, the uh, money was good that they brought in. But because of marketing, they spent like 150 million in marketing. So like they've only made they they haven't they haven't done as well. Like that's a lot of money, 300 and something million. From they haven't made anything. But it's it's and it's very sad because you know Dwayne wanted this to work out. Uh, supposedly he stepped on toes and he went to the head of mm. the WB instead of going how you should. And he ticked off a lot of people, and that's why they they're just like, "Hey, we're not doing anything else with you." So Susie's got it, man. I think Susie. Wow. I didn't even think about that. That that's, would be good. That would be Rock's, good. Rock Rock's got that kind of money. Probably yeah, he got that. Rock's kind of got money. fifteen billion. He's probably got. I don't think he's got twenty billion. Somebody look up his network. Maybe it's like what? a maybe. Go to Google. Look if up he wait, wait. So if he leads a group, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and look it up. If he leads a group, then maybe. But by himself, he. he I don't think The Rock has Elon money, right? You don't have Elon money. You don't have Warren Buffett money. He doesn't have Bill Gates money. I don't think so. He's got a couple. What do you got, Big Daddy B? hundred million. To see how much. I don't, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's a billionaire yet. They said eight hundred million. 
Eight hundred. Yeah, but how much you That's think he the, could borrow? Well, yeah, probably six to ten. Six to I 10 mean, million. and it would be the best investment for him. Yeah, what's the interest rate on a loan like that? I think that he. You I, want I him running wrestling? I don't want him running wrestling. He's too busy. He's doing no, movies. He's doing. Just, yeah, just I don't want him running him, wrestling. Having him in it would be great. Right, right, but not as the executive. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The guy just seems to have too much going on to be focused on that. That's why I like the idea of the cons buying it because, well, I mean, they, they're also. They also own the Jaguars, so I guess maybe I'm contradicting myself a little bit there. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting conversation either way. What I can tell you for sure is that whoever buys the WWE, they're working on an upward trajectory because wrestling is on an upward trajectory. I mean, uh, uh, Jay Wade just told us they already saw, I'm sorry, that was you, Big Daddy P, that they've already sold more for this upcoming WrestleMania, and we're not even a Royal Rumble yet. So that's pretty outstanding. All I know is I just don't want to lose the momentum. And that's why I asked the question, who do you guys think would do the best job? And I'll pose that question to you, then we'll get into the snippets, Big Daddy P, because the one is waiting. Yep. Who do you think, out of everyone we've listed, who do you think would do the best job keeping that momentum going forward? Big Daddy P? I don't know. I know, I know that's, a, that's a tough question. Susie I know. got me. Susie kind of changed my my thought process. On Sonny that. seems to agree with that thought. Because I, I think it could be The Rock. I mean, him or his group, because right. he does have a group. He does. He's not alone. He does. And I know Vince would have no problem selling it to him. Right. Especially since he had no problem giving The Rock his name, right? Correct. Like, let him have it, though he yeah. owns John Cena's name. I, weird, weird how all that plays out. That is the weirdest thing to me because that's his actual real name. <laughs> yeah, so no, you can call yourself The Rock, but you, John, we're that's ours now. Sorry, <laughs> and John's not mad. He's he's close to a billion himself at this point. I'm sure with all those Honda commercials and stuff. Oh my god, um, peacemaker. Right. Uh, last note here: uh, rumors from Rob Feinstein are saying that. For three years, the Rocky has definitely been interested in buying the WWE. And really, let, let's be honest, Rocky and his whole family, they've been doing wrestling since any of us were born. So, I mean, that that wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing ever. All right, on that note, Big Daddy P, I believe I sent you a prayer request a couple of days back. Uh, our boy Tom, his mom passed away um, just recently. We saw him at CAC. He's been a former guest of the show. Um, Justin... Alpha, anybody in the comment section? I think I saw a prayer request a little bit earlier from Susie. I'll dig that up. But Big Daddy P, if you wouldn't mind, do us a favor. Go ahead and kick us off. And if anything else pops up, I will, uh, I'll go ahead and drop it on the screen, man. The table is yours. Before I get into that, this is going to be a very unique year, different than 2022. And I just want to remind you all, because, again, even starting this year, it's been the roughest year we've had physically, financially, with all the surgeries, with everything. And it's really easy to lose hope. And I just want to let everybody know that no matter how crazy it gets, no matter how bad or weird things might get, just, and the perfect example is how God could allow one man to almost pass away on a football field. And now everybody's praying together. One man. Now, God used one man to change the world. 
and he just did it again in 2023. So don't think for one moment that God is disconnected, that he doesn't care. He is very aware of everything that's going on. And what he's looking for right now is those who have a heart for him and his people, because he's going to use us as you guys have learned year after year, we continue to encourage one another. We continue to love one another. We can joke. We can laugh. My God, look at a platypus. God has a sense of humor. Don't ever forget that. God laughs too, okay? And so don't let any of life's challenges or situations make you take your eyes off it because it's very easy. I mean, it's easy to get comfortable. So I just want to encourage you to keep seeking him, keep trusting him. I have to remind myself, let me, let me tell you yesterday, man, I was just like beside myself. I was discouraged because I see all these people who don't love him and don't praise him and don't worship him. And they're following the world and they're loving the world. And they just act like they've got it all together. And I'm trying to do the best I can, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to encourage you to hang in there because either one of two things are going to happen. We're going to get through this interview or Christ is going to come back. Either way, we win. We win. So just don't forget that, that our future, he says, I know the plans I have for you. We might not know, but he knows and we have to trust him. You ready to pray? Let's do it, Big Daddy Pete. And Take by the away. way, anybody who watches this segment who might not understand just how important prayer is, even if you're sitting here watching this and you don't participate, I can tell you from experience, even going into an accident, I didn't have time to pray. <gasps> I breathed and that was it. And I knew he answered. So prayer Ooh. is not some technical, some ritual thing. It's talking to our creator. So even if you're driving and praying, your prayers are not any stronger or weaker if your eyes are open or if you're standing or if you're kneeling or if you're sitting. His whole example in the Bible about being in a prayer closet is to just get away, just get your head in a spot that you can focus on him and you can focus on what, because while you're speaking to him, he's already pouring back into you as you're talking. So let's do that. Father God, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for all that you continue to do. We are just blown away by the goodness and grace that you continue to pour upon this world. Father, in 1969, you gave words to Billy Graham that I will never forget. Billy Graham said, if God spares America... He owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Those were some deep words in 1969. And here, Father, in 2023, we live in a world where even news articles are saying people believe less in you and that people are not going to church as much. But, Father, we know that there is a remnant out there of those who love you, who are serving you with everything that they have giving up everything that they have, not for the purpose of trying to trade by barter with blessing, but simply because we have examples found in your word of people 
who said that you are faithful and that you have never seen the righteous forsaken. And I'm thankful that we can be a part of your church, that we can be a part of this world, that we can represent you in a world who does not believe. But we know, Father, that you draw us. We know that you are the beginning and you are the ending. And we will continue to trust you no matter what happens physically, financially, spiritually, because you always have said that you'll never leave us, that we'll always be here for you. And Father, we have prayer requests, people that have lost their mother, people that have physical ailments, even health issues, Father. You know all of these requests, and we thank you in advance for answering them. Answering them because we know that you love us, that you're here for us. And even though we sometimes forget that, we thank you for the little reminders that you continue to leave for us. Always telling us, yes, that we will be tested and we will go through trials, but you'll always provide a way out. I thank you for Wrestle Talk. I thank you for these men and these ladies who continue to spend each and every week this time together. Everybody comes together and you have unity. And even though we might disagree on who we like or who we don't like or who should go over or who should buy WWE, Father, you already know who the buyer is. You created wrestling. You have continued year after year to give it to us in our generation. And we thank you. I thank you that we're not here in the 50s, but we're here in 2023 where a whole new generation of men and women are coming into this industry, doing what they love to do. I pray that you continue to protect them, that you continue to guide them, that you continue to shield them from evil. Father, I do want to send a special request out for Stax, that you continue to strengthen him. Thank you for using him and keeping him in Florida. And I just pray that you continue to watch over his health as his career begins even further. And for all those on the independent scene, Father, who haven't made it yet, who sometimes for a hot dog, sometimes for $10, sometimes for just nothing, they will go and they will risk their body and they will risk their life for the love of this business. And we thank you so much for it. And we're so thankful that you continue to keep Russell Talk going. For we know that if you wanted it done, it would be over, but it is growing. 423. Mm, what a blessing. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for every week bringing me to a place that they just make me feel at home. And I'm so thankful for that. And I thank you for all the tools that you continue to give us to share this message. May you push it farther that the stats would double this next year. Not for the purpose of doubling, because size isn't always about the number, but the growth in the number. And I just pray that every week, Father, this little segment, that this little segment would give encouragement to anybody who's listening. Because you're the one who tells us, come to me who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So we rest in you tonight, Father. We thank you. And for anybody who hasn't tried you yet, Lord, I just ask that you would draw them to you tonight. <laughs> you don't need a church to do it. You can do it right here. And I thank you. And I love you. And I ask these things in the only name of Jesus Christ, my Savior. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray. 
Amen. Hey, you're muted. Or did I? I didn't. No, I have sound. No, that's me. That's me. That's me. I, my, I didn't want my heavy ass breathing to like ruin the vibe, you know, because I'm fat. So <laughs> anyway, so real quick, real quick. Um, and here's what I love about you, Big Daddy P. Two things. So one, like whenever you come around, like I don't feel like I got to. This is going to sound weird. Like I can always be myself. Because I know some people, they get around like religious people and they're like, oh, I can't cut. I mean, bro, you let me be me. And you're like, oh, God's got you anyway. So thank you for that. Number two, Joey's been in the hospital recently. Um, Check on him because I know he loves you so much. He's not a part of the show regularly anymore due to his schedule. But I think he was dealing with like diverticulitis or something. I'm not good with big words. But yeah, check on Joey, man. It would mean a lot for him to, uh, to hear from you. I know he loves you a whole bunch. For sure. All right, guys, say goodnight to Big Daddy P. Love you guys. Good night. Peace. We'll catch you next week. Until next time. (laughs) Let's go. All right, guys, from that, we're jumping in to another quick segment, this time with the CEO, the head man in charge. And I know I got a couple of people message me about Tommy Davis. We are running a little bit behind on Tommy Davis. That's on us, not on him. We'll have him on uh, about hoping – Five to seven minutes, if you guys can bear with me, about 8.45 Central, 9.45 Eastern. We'll get him on, and we promise we'll give him his full 20, 25-minute slot. We're not going to cut him short, even if that means we go a little bit over. Okay, because everybody's excited about Tommy. We're not cutting Tommy off, but we're not cutting these guys off either. Okay, we love our people. Justin, you know that. Gabe, you know that. We're not cutting anybody short around here. No. All right? We're open all night, God dang it. That's right. Okay, up next, ladies and gentlemen, the CEO of the world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion. This man's got news. He's got high energy. Not so sure exactly what he's going to share tonight. He wouldn't even tell me. I mean, he wouldn't even tell me. He was like, yo, I got this, bro. Just trust your boy. And I said, hey, well, you're the CEO. I mean, what other choice do I have? So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and cue up that music, baby. The one, the only, the one Mills. Hit it, baby. Come on, guys. Give me some music here. Bro, there is nothing cooler than watching a guy with dreads headbang. <laughs> like, dude, hey, let's go. <laughs> and by the way, if you if you got a custom theme to one and you want us to hit that thing when you come on, just send it to me, bro. I got you. No, no, I'm good with it. Can, you can like that? Ball, pause, pause, pause. Can, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Can you see me? Yes. All right. We, make we just gotta up. get you to. We gotta. Tur- we gotta get you to turn your camera the oh, other way. That, 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 we gotta go to landscape. Yeah, that would be better. Stop. Hold on. Yeah, no, that way we can get you on the. That way we can see that big beautiful face all the way. Uh-oh. There we go. Oh, whoa! There he is. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? All right. There we go. There we go. We good. Doesn't now. he look good, good guys? He looks y'all? amazing. What's happening? Man, yeah, of course. I, I know I got a lot to get into because y'all was hitting some amazing subjects. So real quick. Uh, I believe that since the content of the WWE is already on Peacock, NBC is a front runner. However, the fact that The Rock and his programming is kind of affiliated with NBC 
I think that's a shoe in. I'm almost 100% positive that The Rock, NBC, which is owned by what, Viacom or whatnot, they're going to buy WWE. Because think about it. If they sell to somebody else, that content has to be released to them. So it's already on Peacock. So NBC got it in the bank, dog. That's just my personal opinion. Fox contract. They got the Peacock contract. Yep. They got the USA contract. Yep. It's a it's it's a done deal, right? For pretty much anybody who wants to buy it, I think it's a great business decision. If you got uh, eight to ten billion lying around, right? Exactly, exactly. For sure. <laughs> and again, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but I didn't come here to talk about that tonight, man. I got to give a quick update because I know we don't have a lot of time. Everybody's been wondering what the heck is going on with the FWWC. What's going on with the Royal Rumble? What's going on with matches? What's happening with challenges? When the heck are we coming back? Well, here's the deal, y'all. The CEO is back, and myself and the Night Hour are currently booking FWWC Royal Rumble right now. Now, we're going to do this kind of different. Again, this is the season finale. This is the end of season 10. This pay-per-view right here will close out our amazing, epic, incredible season that kicked off last year. Thank you, Night Out, for putting the idea in the atmosphere because this season's been nuts. However, just a couple of caveats that I have to drop in you guys. That way we make sure we're on the same page. If you guys want to know exactly when challenges are happening, make sure you tune in this Thursday to the FWWC at night. We will make an official announcement on when our challenges are happening. As it relates to FWC Royal Rumble, we're going to be releasing information on that card periodically. We're not going to do it all in one day or one night. No, this is the main, this is the last season. You know how you, you what's your favorite show, Night Owl? Your favorite show of all time. What was your favorite show, cartoon, sitcom, or whatever? Uh, Not movies, right? Yeah, not movies. Not movies, favorite show of all time. I mean, the original 90s Ninja Turtles was pretty yeah. up there for me. Yeah. I really, really dug that. Um, also love the Animaniacs. Animaniacs yeah. were dope. They, they yeah. Talk about breaking the fourth wall. Like, them guys, right. they did it every show. And you know what? I'm going to sound old school here, but Bugs. Because Bugs used to break the fourth wall all the time. He'd be like, ain't I a stinker? And like, he'd talk to the camera. And I always I always been intrigued by that. By, like, when they break that fourth. Is it the third wall? Four, I don't know what wall it oh, is. Wall. My point is, I love when they do that. Bugs Bunny was the originator, so yeah. Exactly. So, so keeping in with the tradition of the season finale, the season finale is always the best episode. The season finale is always a cliffhanger episode. The season finale is always a fun episode. I, I want to add Fresh the, Prince to that. I want to add Fresh Prince. Fresh to Prince. That. Think about yeah. it. It's always an episode that closes out amazing dope. So we're going to keep with that. Hence why we're not doing title matches or contender matches. But again, we're going to release this card periodically through the next couple of weeks because FWC SummerSlam is Saturday, January 28th. So, Night Owl, I did send you something. I don't know if you got it or not. Let me, check let me, check, email. Let me check the archives here real quick. Uh, because with the little time that I have, we're going to announce one match. And Alpha, you might want to pay attention to this one, homie. I'm kind of glad you're here. This all kind of worked out. Because believe it or not, myself and the night over literally right, we've been is now to one of the regular card. Huh? What you say, brother? Do, do you know that the uh the Alpha is now one of the the regular hosts of yes. the Wrestle Talk podcast? Are you aware of this now? Okay, good. Yes, I am aware of that. Congratulations to you, sir. No one else deserves it more than you. And also, if the night owl can find the email, no one else deserves what I got that I'm about to share I'm with you. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Here we go. More than him. Like I said, it's the new year, it's 2023, we're doing big things. Your CEO, unfortunately, works 10 to 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday. That's a 100% shoot. So I excuse my absences these past couple Tuesdays, but your boy is back. 
Your boy's here, and we working our ass off to make sure we provide the best entertainment. Well, and, and, I, and I just want to say this. I want to say this, dude. If you can't be here any particular week, no shade. Mm -hmm. Like, we understand, you know, guys got to work, guys got jobs or whatever. But we got to get the information, bro. That's the most important part. People want FWWC News when they tune into the Wrestle Talk podcast. And by the way, guys. Tommy Davis will be joining us in just a matter of moments. Do not think that we forgot. But as requested, Dewan, here's your poster. So the first match we are announcing for FWWC Royal Rumble pay-per-view, as you can see, on January 28th. We saw what went down on the final show of the FWC tonight, the, the year-end show. It was nuts. Alpha and Remy ran a clinic. Had to be one of the best segments on the FWC tonight. So I'm going to give a little bit of reward for that, for you guys showing out. It will be Remy Ricks versus the Alpha. And as the stipulation was already put out there, the loser reports to FED. That is our FWC fantasy, what is it? Evolution and Developmental. Got to get it right. FWC, Evolution and Developmental League. Those guys are kicking it. They'll be involved with the Royal Rumble. However, the loser must report to FED immediately. The how long that term will be is up to the BOD. However, I wanted to add something because we've always dealt with ties and we don't do ties here in the FWC. If those gentlemen happen to tie, the decision of who is going to the FED, F, uh, FED will be given to myself and the Nile and the members of the board of directors. We're going to make that decision. So who's going to the Fed? Winner, who's going to the Fed? Winner, the loser goes to FED. But Somebody's if it's going tie, to it will be a decision made by myself and the night owl based on performance, based on role play, based on promos, and above all else, activity is king. Ooh. Well, Alpha, we do have a couple of seconds left before we move on to our second featured interview of the of the evening with Tommy Davis. I want to give you an opportunity to respond to that news and also to this comment dropped here by Killer Thorn. What do you got for us, man? Ooh, all right, let me just stretch here a moment so I can collect my thoughts a bit. And you're going to have to keep waiting, Killer Thorn, because the Alpha has no intentions of losing come Royal Rumble. And that is because I don't think that Remy fully understands what the Alpha has to lose here, and that's nothing. I made myself clear in that promo that I cut. I made it clear that I want FED if I feel like I deserve it. I feel like the Alpha has the opportunity to be sent down to reinvent himself, to truly look at himself in the mirror and say, what do I have to gain? And I have the fundamentals, the building blocks to build myself up in FED. But the difference between you and I, Remy, is that when I, hand the, when I get handed the ball, I run with it. You like to take a break. You like to go somewhere. And the thing is, if you take this win over me, you can ride it as long as you want. But that's as long as you're willing to ride it, my friend. It's as long as you're willing to take it, as far as you're willing to take it. And the alpha, oh, believe you me, if I get this win over you. Actually, let me rephrase that. When I get this win over you, I'm going to be holding it over your head until the day. The I'm going to be holding it until the day that time stops. I believe you. Trust me. Ooh, and that's just one Dewan, match. Dewan. We still got like five more to announce. That's just one match. Oh, we're not done, baby. 
Wow. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. For tonight, that's it, though. Yeah, that's it. This Thursday, this Thursday, you guys will hear when when regular weekly competition starts back up. And this Thursday, you're going to get a little bit more of the Royal Rumble card. I hear Mm -hmm. that there'll be multiple champions in action. There'll be some tag team, maybe even some triple threat matches. There'll be uh, women in action as well. Dewan, thank you for making time for us tonight. Sorry to keep you waiting, bro. It's been a super crazy show. I know you heard Big Daddy P and the energy that he brought to the show tonight. That's kind of what you do for us as well. And I just want to say to you, man, business partner to business partner, friend to friend, uh, um, you know, uh, hermano to hermano, bro. Thank you for everything you've done in 2022, basically since June. You took over the booking responsibilities, and it, it's really been history since there. Everyone seems to be super happy. I've only had to gotten getting involved in, you know, my, do my Jack Tunney a few times here and there. But for the most part, bro, you have been every single last thing that I expected and more. So thank you, brother. We love you, and we cannot wait to tune into the FWC tonight, this Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Oh, yeah. Last but not least, go team! <laughs> there's a guy y'all peace my bad. brother my no, bad. Right. <laughs> all right, he's gone he's gone now alpha you got something to say about that cheese love what's the matter with you man we put over the rams earlier we can't put over our team now i'm just showing my support that's all for who for who <laughs> for dewan <laughs> okay i thought you were booing that i thought you didn't like the chiefs uh Jeez, no, I was going like this. I was going. Okay, Whoa. I got you. Yeah, I know you're in Florida. I hope you're not a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. That's all we're hoping for. Not really, no. <laughs> okay, thank goodness. Oh, thank goodness. Now I, and I have no reason to hate you. That's phenomenal. Well, guess what, guys? We ain't done yet. We're super off on time. If this show was being booked by a promoter, all of us would be fired. But here's what. And yeah. Guess what, guys? Content is king, okay? Just like controversy. You know, you guys know that old saying, controversy is king. When we have great content, we're not going to cut it short. If we have a great interview with Tommy Davis, we're not going to give you 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Well, we're going to give you a full 20, 25 minutes because it's warranted. And if it sucks, we're cutting it loose. But it never sucks because we know who we bring on the show. All of our guests, all of our uh, WrestleTalk family, all of the hosts always bring the heat. You understand? I mean, it's just that. Get it? Bring the heat. Nope. Okay, that's fine. All right. Okay, whatever. All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, there is one more person that wants to join us because he said he absolutely could not miss the Tommy Davis interview. So hopefully he'll get his camera turned on for us. My friend, your friend, and the brother of our first hour guest for this show, the one and only Luke Skywalker. Robert never drew a dime, not a dime, not a dime. I that. <laughs> I, hey, that was an accident. <laughs> that was hard, man. Well, you know, never first drew of all, a dime? Come on, you know, knock I'm just down. Go the idea. I don't follow basketball, but that heat joke kind of didn't get where it needed to go. And I'm I'm going to apologize right now for the first hour. Ace Roberts and I are like two completely different ends of the spectrum. When it comes to the world of professional wrestling, he's very outspoken. He's very outlandish. I'm very much more knowledgeable, I guess would be the best way to put it. But I'm not going to knock him because right now he is a part of the solution. And right now they're tearing it up in pro wrestling ethic. So, I mean, again, you can't complain too much. But I got to tell you right now, our next guest is a man who, and I'm just going to call it like I see it, 
And I know I've talked with the Night Owl about it on several occasions. This man has made such a huge impact in professional wrestling in the second half of 2022. There are many different media outlets that are saying he will be the breakout star of the Midwestern professional wrestling scene in 2023. That's how confident they are in this man's ability inside the ring. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is an honor and a privilege to have him here on the program tonight. I am so excited, like the night out said, we're going to start 2023 the right way with our next guest. And I must say this, you guys know I'm a hip hop guy. But I got the music ready for this, and I heard the intro song for Tommy Davis, and that shit gave me goosebumps, fam. Like, yo, I was like, yo, this, this shit goes hard right here. So let me go ahead and play it as we welcome in for the very first time, Tommy Effin Davis. Tommy effing Davis. Tommy, before we even get going, I got a big request. We want to see that big, beautiful beard of yours. Any way you could turn your device sideways for us? Yeah, no, like like turn the phone landscape mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. See if it flips. Yeah, see if it flips. Oh, shit, it didn't flip. All right, no, it's all right. Put it back. Put it back. You're good. Yeah, we the, the landscape mode gives us like a more badass picture, but... But you still look badass, bro. I'm just letting you know right now. You're, you're killing that. Well, welcome to the show, man. Welcome. How you like that introduction, man? I loved it. I'm actually really glad that you like the song. No, that shit, bro, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I look, like, I, I, back in the day, I listened to like a little Nine Inch Nails, a little Corn, little Deftones, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of that. But since then, I've been mostly hip hop. But every once in a while, I hear a song and I'm like, let's fucking go. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's how you're. Well, anyway, welcome to the show. I'll let uh, Skywalker take it off. We'll all get our chance asking questions and stuff. We'll have fun with it, bro. So, Skywalker, why don't you go ahead and take it away, brother? Well, well, Tommy, first of all, I got to tell you, when it comes down to professional wrestling, especially in Dynamo Pro, a man who's made a huge impact in 2022 in Dynamo Pro Wrestling has been Tommy Davis. Now, Tommy, I got to ask you, and I know it's kind of a, a, a cliche, but I want to ask us to start off. What motivated you to get into the world of professional wrestling? Because I know you and I have had conversations in locker rooms before events and things along the line. And your story is definitely one of those that's kind of unique when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. Can you give the uh, viewers of the program just a little bit of what got you into the world of professional wrestling? Oh, wow. So I started watching professional wrestling in 2011. I was like around nine or 10. And I was scrolling through cable with my mom. And next thing you know, there was like, these guys in tights and trunks and shirtless and like half, basically half naked. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Like, and I, I'm thinking it's like, you know, jackass shit or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm looking at it. I'm seeing these guys like pump and I'm seeing these guys doing all kinds of these things. And the match that I saw was, I'm pretty sure a 12 man tag. 
it was had Seamus, uh, Airboom, which was Kofi Kingston, Evan Bourne, right, and then uh, on the opposite team was Dolph Ziggler. I remember Dolph Ziggler because at the end of the match, Seamus bro kicked his head off. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. <laughs> like, what? Where do I? Where do I sign up? Like, this is cool. And then, so, then I was like, all right. So I started watching it for a couple of years, and then I discovered there's more than than just WWE. And I found a thing called Ring of Honor, and that I absolutely fell in love with. And seeing the clips of Brian Danielson and Samoa Joe, CM Punk, and all, all the older clips before they became WWE, like, I fell in love. And that's when I knew, I was like, oh, I want to do this for, for our career. Well, I got to tell you right now, if you haven't had an opportunity to see Tommy Davis inside the ring, and I'm going to use a, uh, a W or a Ring of Honor uh, comparison, but a lot of people have known him recently for his, uh, I guess you would say it's a swan song in the WWE as far as an in-ring competitor. The best way I can summarize Tommy Davis would be comparing him to a very young Jamie Noble. In, or, or James Gibson, if you want to be more specific in the world of ROH. I mean, the man has, I mean, skills for days. You want to, you want to mat wrestle, he can mat wrestle with you. You want to fly. I've seen him do topes and, and, and suicidas pretty much all day long. Um, I've seen him brawl. I mean, you name it. This man goes out there and gives 110% each and every time that he gets in the ring. And, I mean, if you look at the, the list of where all he's been in 2021, I mean, again, he's had the opportunity. He's been a light heavyweight champion. He's been uh, a powerhouse uh, champion. He's uh, had an opportunity to compete on several different Lucha Libre events here in the Midwest. Tommy Davis has very quickly become the complete package in professional wrestling. And, and Tommy, i got to ask you, there's a lot of people that many people have compared you to. Who would you say would be the biggest comparison that you could make of yourself in the world of professional wrestling? Well, <laughs> see, I like to think that everybody's going to, like, every time I go to a show, and or especially up in Chicago at the Galley Lucha Libre, uh, fans call me uh, Daniel Bryan. So, <laughs> um, because of the beard and like I guess the physique or how I look and I would I would honestly if I were to compare myself I would honestly say like a Kylo O'Reilly because Kylo O'Reilly is one of my favorite wrestlers of like ever and I honestly in all honesty if I didn't have to compare myself I, I wouldn't compare myself to any of them because I would never to me I would never hit to where they're at like as their own person, I feel like everybody hits in a different way right. and make a different impact in the wrestling. And Danielson, for example, I mean, multi, multi-time multi WWE champion, multi-time world champion in general, and the biggest impact in professional wrestling. And I just, I don't know, I wouldn't really want to compare myself, but I, if I had to, I would probably say like an O'Reilly or probably Danielson maybe, but not to what they are now, probably just <laughs> early in their career. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, we've only had you on the program here for a few seconds. And, and Nida, I want to bring that back up here. I know Tommy paid attention, but I want to go ahead and throw us back up here one more time. The fans are already speaking in, in large quantity here. 23 is hashtag Tommy Davis's year. And you know something, when it comes down to it, 
I got to agree with him. And right now I'm going to go ahead and turn things over to my broadcast colleague, Justin Waits here. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, Tommy, this is, this is coming from a man with 30 plus years experience. You and Justin, I think are going to have this, this great chemistry. And I'll tell you right now, you want to talk dream matches. You want to talk matches that I personally would yeah. love. To see? I would have loved to seen Justin Wade versus Tommy Davis. Your styles are very similar in nature. And I got to tell you right now, it would have been a barn burner. Justin, I'm going to go ahead and throw things over to you. Uh, thanks, Luke, but don't talk for me again. No, I'm kidding. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> Tommy, it's uh, good uh, for you to be on the show, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, with all the promotions I've uh, looked you up uh, that you've been a part of, uh, what one have you got? You, you blah, 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 blah. I'm stuttering John here. What promotion out of the promotions you've worked do you believe you've gained the most experience from since you've been in the business? <sighs> In all honesty, like I gained so much experience from each company. Like, I would honestly say, as of right now, like going up to Chicago uh, in Galley Lucha Libre, I would say has probably gave me a lot of most experience right now because that's a completely different style of wrestling. It's a different world up there. Like, there's Chicago wrestling, and then literally an hour out of outside of rest uh, outside of Chicago. Excuse me is Lucha Libre and going up there as a guy that has never been on a Lucha Libre show, never wrestled Lucha Libre and then going up there and just had my breath taken away about all this different type of wrestling. It's like, it's like, honestly, if you were, if I were to cross the border of Mexico, everything would be different. That's how it, yeah. that's how it feels like every time I go up there, True. I go in the locker room and I see guys like Bandito and Aerostar and Aeroboy and Eddie Strange and like all those guys, those guys from imports from Mexico and Puerto Rico, just it's awesome to see. Like, and Ricky Cruz being the guy that took me up there and just giving me that experience. Awesome. Ricky, Ricky's a legend. That's all I got to say. And you know, dealing with Ricky Cruz, are you getting, um, is he giving you a lot of feedback, a lot of uh, advice along the way? Absolutely. I, I ask him basically any anytime I have a match or promo or anything, I ask him, Hey, what do you think of this and what can I do better? Because I'm I'm one of my biggest critics. I mean, like I see a match, if I people will tell me, Oh, it's a really good match, I will find everything that was wrong with it that I did <laughs> and then that I could have done better. And he I, I feel like sometimes he just wants to, you know, choke me out and be like, just accept the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's just, it's really cool though. We're getting a lot of uh, feedback and a lot of information from him because he's been uh, all over the world. And how's your experience working with uh, Zero One promotion? How do you, how are you liking that? Honestly, it's um it's a different atmosphere from like, you know, St. Louis wrestling that I usually go to as an MMWA and Dynamo. Um, and going over there um, and it's really cool because it's like something I always want to be a part of and a company I always wanted to go to at some point in my life. Um, and getting the opportunity from them to, hey, come over, and we got a date for you. Because um, they gave me four dates um, for the end of 2022. I was only able to get two of them because I go by, when bookings, I go by first come, first serve. Right. Um, and they're, I told them I can do these two dates because we my two available dates. And I went in there, my first show, I wrestled Camaro Jackson. 
And then um, not a bad start. No, I was like, and I wrestled Camaro <laughs> before in Dynamo, and he's just an awesome guy to work with. And the second match was uh, Eli Wilder, who actually on the next show, I believe, uh, was competing for their vacated junior heavyweight championship. So I, I would I would say that I, I love it. And right now I'm in the talks with them about doing more dates for 2023. So I'm really excited to move forward with that one. That's good stuff. Great question. Justin, anything else you got as a follow-up, my friend? Uh, not at this time. I'm going to uh, stop hogging the uh, mic time and uh, pass it on to, uh, what is it, Alpha next? Yeah, Alpha. Alpha will go next. But before Alpha, let me just say that, Tommy, I think you'll really enjoy this because one of the things we do here on the WrestleTalk podcast is we give shine to all levels of professional wrestling from the guys at the very top. We've had Punishment Martinez. We've had Savio Vega. We, I mean, we've had we even had the owner of the Lakers on, Jeannie Buss. So we've, we've done pretty well for ourselves. But here's what I like to do the most. When you have a guy like yourself that's just up and coming in the business, I think the key is exposure. And so one of our hosts is actually based out of Florida. So, yeah, Justin's out in Seattle. I'm in Kansas City. You know, Skywalker's in St. Louis. So, like, being on the show, not only you're getting hosts from all over the country, but you're getting listeners from all over the country. And so if you're one of those guys, and I see you're married and stuff, but if you're one of those guys that's, like, willing to travel, this is the place to be because promoters watch this show. You know what I mean? So, anyway, that said, Alpha from Florida. <laughs> Go ahead and unmute yourself. What do you got for uh, for our boy, uh, Tommy Davis? Well, Tommy, I just got – You really get around as far as wrestling is concerned. You know, just off the top of this list right now, we got Dynamo Pro, MMWA, Galley Lucha Libre, and Zero One USA. And you've probably fought a ton of opponents, but my question concerns – some specific individuals, and I wanted to ask you, between the lineage and the brotherhood, who would you say is a bigger pain in the neck? Oh, good question. <laughs> good question. <laughs> you stopped me on that one. Uh-oh. Um, I will say the lineage has, you know, Adrian Surge and then Agents of Chaos. and uh, Big Vic is a big, is a big man. Heard those guys are pretty stiff. Heard those guys are pretty stiff too. Uh, yeah. Hey, I gotta throw it out there. I'm still missing a pair of shoes because of Big Vic. If anybody See? knows where my my referee shoes are, please let Luke Roberts know. You can send me something on social media. I would like to know where my wrestling shoes are. Oh no. Uh, if I if I find your wrestling shoes, I'll make. Sh- I won't tell Vic, Big Vic that you're looking for them. Or that Sneak them back. Them. <laughs> but anyways, um, I honestly would probably go with the Brotherhood. Here's why: out of all three of them combined, they have I'm pretty sure close to a hundred years, or like even a little over fifty years of experience of wrestling experience. And I wrestled each of them one-on-one and I would say my toughest opponent and my favorite matches have been from Ricky Cruz. And also my favorite, some of my favorite matches have been from Adrian Serge. Um, But if I had to, I would probably say the brotherhood and the aspect of just experience alone. Wow. Hell of a question, Alpha. I got to say credit to you on that. You got anything else to follow up, man? Are you, you cool? He's good. All right. He's good. Awesome. All right. So let's go right ahead. 
No, no, no way. No, that would do. You hit a home run on the first pitch. I mean, what you got? You just got to drop that mic and head to the back. No hurry in Space Jam. I won one game. I'm quitting while I'm retired. I'm retiring while I'm retired. Stay your head. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, when I play Red Dead and I go play poker online and stuff, if I win the first game, I'm out of there. People always get pissed off. I'm like, I'm sorry. Y'all. I'm taking this money. I'm taking my ass home. So, anyway, uh, Tommy, I have a question for you. Not concerning you in particular, but kind of your wrestling psychology. So we broke the news a little bit earlier. It's what everybody in the pro wrestling world has been talking about all evening. And it's about Stephanie McMahon resigning from WWE and the impending sale with WWE. I don't know if you knew that, um, (laughs) but the impending sale of WWE. uh, Justin told us a little bit earlier that JP Morgan has been acquired by WWE to help facilitate the sale. I'm curious, bro. Two-part question. Been asking everybody that's come on. Um, do you believe, A, that Stephanie leaving is a positive or a negative sign for the WWE? And part two is, who do you think of all the potential buyers, we have a list if you need it, of all the potential buyers, who do you think would do the best job keeping the legacy moving in the right direction? Well, ever since Vic's events stepped down and – kind of in a way just left um and she assumed the role for um power ship uh i felt like she was doing it rather you saw the improvements within the company already at that point and honestly i felt like it was a positive aspect because of how much change there is and but i don't know like i honestly i felt like it was a, a positive aspect of her being there and I feel like with, you know, basically them flip-flopping is could possibly be a negative because, as like, a lot of people were enjoying it more, WWE wrestling. when I was. Yeah, the last six to eight months have been amazing. I'm with you on that. And I, I personally enjoyed it. Like, see, I know there's a lot of big fans of Johnny Gargano, but I was really happy when Johnny Gargano came back. Um and along with like Dexter Loomis and so many names, I was happy to see them again. And but with with who's gonna buy? Can you re- list off the names? I'm sorry, I didn't know who who all. Okay, so he, here here he, here's who here's the list of that was brought up tonight. It's not an official list. It's just a list of everyone that we've talked about. And you guys jump in if I forgot something. Alpha and uh, Jay Wade have been here since the beginning. So we said Peacock. We said Amazon, we said Disney, we said the cons like Tony and Shad Khan of AEW. Um, I believe we said The Rock and a private group could potentially be buying it. And who did I forget, guys? Help me out here. That's fine. Uh, Little Debbie. Little Debbie. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Uh, also, the Payless Shoe Corporation. That's right. What about Kmart? Kmart's yeah, not yeah, in this? I say that again, uh, Justin? So they're making a resurgence so, just so they can uh, acquire the WWE. Right. Hey, hey, maybe Ace Roberts will buy the WWE. Uh, no. Earlier, no. <laughs> No, 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 not feeling that. Okay, so that's the list. Oh, uh, Saudi Arabia. Some people were suspecting that the Saudis have so much money, and they do, 
that maybe it could be a foreign interest that came in and bought yeah, the, the 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 conglomerate that's involved with the live golf uh, organization has talked about bringing some events from the wwe over there hmm. i would like i know it's not disney's forte for wrestling but Vince McMahon said that, and a quote that he wanted to beat the Walt Disney of, of professional wrestling. So, like, I feel like there could be, you know, him leaning towards Disney a little bit more, maybe. But at the same time, uh, I I don't know if the cons would would buy it. But at the same time, if they did, then they own the biggest company in the world. Um. That's a hard one. Remember the question. Who do you think would do the best job? Not because all of us are speculating on who would purchase it. None of us know that. So that's why the question is phrased this way. I think it'll give you a little bit of a different angle there. Who do you think would do the best job just from your experience, whether it's being a Disney fan or Amazon or, or whatever, right? So who do you think would do the best job? Honestly, like... Oh, wait a minute. We got a rumor. Just a quick rumor down here. Supposedly Saudi just bought, just closed the deal and is going private per bodyslam.net via Twitter. Got some people saying The Rock. Others, a lot of rumors going around here. None of this is confirmed, guys. We're just, no. just throwing out what we've heard. And Little Debbie was a joke. So And Kmart may be making a comeback. If, if the rock were to purchase it i think that he would probably be in the better it would be in the better hands in the aspect of like yeah he was not only a wrestler but one of the hottest wrestlers of you know the late 90s and like i i would like to think that you know the cons would buy it and you know basically you know give it a different type of wrestling like, because AEW wrestling and WWE wrestling are two different wrestlings. Um, I would Cause, hey, because who doesn't want to see Joey Janela versus Brock Lesnar? I mean, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would pay, I would probably pay to see that just, just to see how quickly the match would go. <laughs> I'm sorry, because, that was out of line. Because I, I can say right now, Brock would be like, yeah, if I can just do. These two moves and that's it. One move, you know? bro. That's it. <laughs> but honestly, I would think The Rock would probably be have the best, had the best interest and the best who run it best. Because, in all honesty, like like I said before, he was you know, a former wrestler and former popular wrestler. So like he he knows what and to what I would think he knows what would work better. All right, uh, real quick, and I agree with you. I think The Rock, somebody that's from wrestling lineage somebody and we were talking about it earlier the rock and his family have been in wrestling longer than any of us have been alive so i like that my contention is uh and thanks rodell for trying to confirm those rumors our crack team always working here on the wrestle talk podcast um i think I, I would love for it to go to a company or an owner that loves wrestling that's why i'm not opposed to the cons uh i'm not opposed to peacock because obviously they've already shown interest but if it goes to someone like Disney where it's strictly business, I'm not so sure that we're going to get the best product possible. And that that seriously concerns me. I mean, honestly. I totally agree. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh, wait a minute. So, uh-oh, Sonny, usually a pretty reliable source here. 
saying that the Saudis have purchased the WWE, which we're all going to go check our Twitter right away, I'm guessing. Um, oh, wow. Okay, wow. This is massive. Okay, wow, this is real. This this is why we do Wrestle Talk Podcast live, my friends. Because when shit happens, like it literally happens right at our front doorstep. Uh, Alpha, have you checked anything? Has anybody seen any other? I know Justin's working on it right now. Rodell's um, working on it. I'm right, I'm right there with everybody else. I'm looking. <laughs> you look, everybody's looking. Okay, so Tommy, I'm going to go to you. Uh, uh, say this news does become official. What does that mean? Dude, America has always been the home of the biggest pro wrestling promotion outside of New Japan and AAA in Mexico. The Saudis buy WWE? What the hell does that even mean? Oh man, I don't know. At all, honestly, if if it's if it's like confirmed that you know Saudi Arabia bought WWE, that makes in a way AEW, you know, top America-owned professional wrestling company. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm going to put throw this up again. Just rumors again, guys. Rumors, no no official confirmation yet. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, continue, please. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if... if AEW would be the biggest. I I agree with you there. The biggest company owned by, you know, an American company now, which... Is we're all in shock. I think we're all like feeling shock right now. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's I never thought I would be old enough to see that happen, (laughs) right? Dude, that's crazy. That I'm gonna give it to the man that's probably the best with words amongst all of us, Skywalker. I know you're you're working vigorously over there to confirm, but say this does go official. What what does this mean? You 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 you're always you know, and, and rightfully so reminding us that you have been in this business for a long time. You've seen a lot of things come and go. I mean, we're talking about The Rock. We're talking about Peacock. We're talking Disney, Amazon. I don't think the Saudi thing really ever felt real, and now it's starting to feel more real. What what, what are we thinking here? What, what does this bode for the future of professional wrestling? I know that's well, a loaded question. Well, right now, I mean, to me, I look at it from a perspective right now that the second – Vince McMahon comes back into control and the executive uh, chair of the WWE, we're going to start hearing the rumors. We're going to start hearing a lot of rumors for a long period of time because there are so many different complications. There are so many things. I mean, having an opportunity before we even go into this situation, you have a situation where uh, there's been, and I have had confirmed reports on the, at least on this accord, but there are shareholders who are going to potentially bring a lawsuit forward regarding Vince McMahon coming back into into control of the WWE. And that's one of the things to look at right now. I think this thing, it's not going to be an immediate thing. Like Justin said earlier on, if you're bringing in companies like JP Morgan and you're bringing in companies like that, it's going to take a matter of months before that's going to be taking place. And to me... Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so let's let's look at the Twitter acquisition very quickly here. Okay, a $44 billion deal. That took less than two months to happen. Less True. than two months. So who's to say, even if there is litigation, okay, who's to say that this couldn't have happened right now? I mean, I, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of formalities, but... 
<clears throat> who's to say that there's another $20 billion that got thrown out there and that this deal doesn't actually happen. And if it does, Skywalker, let, let's put the apprehension to the side for just a moment. If it does, what does it mean? What does that mean? To me, I look at it from a perspective of if you're going to bring somebody in to buy a company like the WWE, the only way the WWE is going to be profitable is the opportunity of having somebody that knows what's going on. And to me, I don't think that the idea of an outside interest taking the company doesn't matter the amount of money that's there. But when it comes down to it, like I said, right now, I don't think it's going to be a matter of money. I think it's more of an idea of, who is going to be able to properly handle the company? Mm. Okay, and, and let me make things even more tense in this room because that's what the night out does. And I haven't had to do this in a very long time. But, Gino, God bless your soul, okay? But this is Wrestle Talk Podcast. We talk about whatever we want. We say whatever we want. If something is funny to one of the hosts, we're going to laugh about it. If you don't like it, grab your clicker and click the clicker. Whoever it is that you're trying to defend is a listener of the show because they know that we have a great sense of humor and we have a ton of fun. I've made like six fat jokes about myself tonight. Like tonight, I've made like six fat jokes about myself, okay? Um. So please do not jump in our comment section trying to tell us what to laugh at or what to say the wrestle talk podcast is different we will not be boxed in we will not be told to not discuss things that's why we have been successful and we are on 423 episodes because everybody who comes on this podcast whether you're a guest or a host or a listener you're allowed to be yourself and have fun while you're here so if you don't like us laughing and you think we're doing it at somebody else's expense you need to go watch the replay which we appreciate when you do that Make sure you hit that like button and the share, <laughs> okay? But we have no shade or ill will towards anybody. As a matter of fact, there are certain listeners that get blocked from other shows, okay? And we don't block those listeners from the show. We may not let them come on and talk because we don't want them to embarrass themselves, but everybody is open to come on the Wrestle Talk podcast and say their piece, and if their shit's funny, we'll laugh at it. And if their shit's trash, then we'll we'll laugh at that too. Okay. <laughs> Point well, being, that, out, that, that out, will never change. That out, will never thing, change. One thing I want to say here, and this is going to be kind of a, a unique thing here, when it when you come down here, um, one thing that's great about the Russell Talk podcast is the opportunity to being able to speak what you feel. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak from the other side of the coin. I look at it from a perspective of thank you to everyone who is putting out the commentary, who is making the comments, because without that, I mean, that's where a lot of times our discussions go from is from what's being presented in the chat. And we want to say thank you for that and allowing us the opportunity to hear what the people that follow the WrestleTalk podcast have to say. And right now, this without question is a huge discussion. I mean, we could have an, an entire episode on the events of the last two hours. Now, I want to go ahead real quick, Night Owl, and I, again, 
We can talk a lot more things here. And again, I, I apologize guys- for the tangent. I'm just saying, bro. My family ran away from Mexico so that we could come and say what we feel and, and, and be our own individuals. And I'm not going to let nobody come on this show and tell us what we can talk about. If you got beef with somebody else, then handle your beef with somebody else. I know you're not bringing that shit to my doorstep, though, because it's just not going to happen. I believe in free speech, and we're going to fight for that every single day here on the Wrestle Talk Podcast. God damn it, we got Tommy F. and Davis on the show. I mean, the man is kicking asses from Missouri all the way to Kansas, okay? If the man wants to talk a little shit out here, and if he hurts your feelings in the process, oh, freaking well. Right, Tommy? I mean, that's what we do. Right now, now, I want to go ahead, and I'm going to take this on a little bit of a different tangent. We've talked a lot about professional wrestling here tonight, but I want to go ahead and do something we haven't done here on the Russell Talk podcast in a while, especially with someone with the ability and the knowledge of one uh, Tommy Davis. Tommy, what I'm going to do is this. You've heard it a lot of times when you're talking about things in, uh, in, in psychology and social media, things along the lines. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead. I've got a list right here in my hand of some general topics, some names, uh, some promotions, some different wrestlers, things along the line. And what I want you to do is I want you to be the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. You, you, you've mentioned some of them already, so you made my job a little bit easier. But I do want to go ahead and throw some of these out here as it relates to you and, and your feelings in the world of professional wrestling. First name I'm going to throw out there is, that is an, a name that is no stranger to Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Mikazi. Mikazi. Um... Caring, and I'll say that because, as as one of his trainees, he he's he is very caring. He, him and Ricky have taught me so much within within just a year of seeing them and going to them and going to the Dynamo Pro Dojo. Uh, they, Mikazi is just words can't express how much he has been helpful to me in my in my wrestling career. Only at a few years in, like I, I can't explain how much he's helped me. Him and him and Ricky both. <laughs> okay, next one. A name a lot of people may not necessarily um, associate with you. Leo Mephisto. Um, I would say stoneheaded. And the aspect of that, when he's when he's on a mission, he, he's on a mission. Like, if he has a point to prove, he's going to prove that point. And I've wrestled him a few times. And he, he, he's, he's, he's really good at what he does. And, you know, for him, me and him wrestling for the Powerhouse Championship, um, I mean, that's the man I beat for that championship to become – the second ever PWE powerhouse champion. And I, I say that if I had a, one word, it would be, it would be stoneheaded. Okay. Hey, that, no, that could be a good thing in wrestling, right? If you're stoneheaded, you just bow. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he did headbutt me once or twice and I didn't like it. <laughs> All right. Another one that we can look at here. And again, thank you. Uh, Aaron Wallace for throwing that out there as well, talking about Ace Roberts, a man who's very close to my heart and close to my family. Uh, Stop lying. About- you hate that guy. <laughs> You're lying. 
moving on to another name that a lot of people uh, wouldn't necessarily uh, associate Tommy Davis with, and that is Benjamin Trust. Ben, I would say similar to like what I said about um, Neon, uh, I would say strong-headed as well because the man had a mission to do something with wrestling. And within 2022, he was MMW heavyweight champion. He was PWE interstamp champion, which he still is. And he's was Dino Pro heavyweight champion. And was there another belt? I feel like there was one more belt. But uh, he has held multiple titles in 2022. And now he's on Glory Pro and, you know, doing stuff at Harley's um, company and like he he's he's I think 2022 he ended 2022 perfectly because he's making big moves within within wrestling and I couldn't be happier for him. Okay, shout I'm out to WLW by the way. I, I didn't want to say a shout out to WLW. They've always been great friends of the show. We've interviewed everyone from John Webb to Derek Stone, everybody in between. We love those guys. Shout out to them. You know, so the night out to go to. As we look at this right here, and again, it's totally been on my list. Go ahead and bring it back up with here a minute ago. Shaft. Ah, yeah. Bro, they got a sick-ass podcast, too. Shout out to my boy Shaft. Shaft. Funny as hell. I swear, that man and his one-liner. Oh, my God. He's just he's, – he's, he's a man that will literally bring your mood up. If you're like in a shit mood or you're in a bad mood and tired of the world, talk to Shaft for about like 10, 15 minutes and you'll think everything's right with the world. He, he's a great human being. Okay. Yeah, I can check. Hey, their, their podcast is Outside the Ropes, right? Skywalker? Outside the Ring STL. It's available, I believe, Outside. on Thursday evenings uh, on all your great social media, just like us. Yeah, shout out to uh, Outside shout the Ring. Shout out to Ring STL. Yeah. Uh, next one Blake Steele. Well, given that he is part of Kings of the Revolution with me, I, I think he's an, an amazing worker and an amazing wrestler, and the sky's the limit for him. I mean, he's I I feel like by the within twenty twenty three he's going to be MMWA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, Heavyweight Ooh. Champion. Oh, I think Ben Trust may have something to say about that, but okay. Uh, next one on the list. Matty Monarch and Ashlyn Alexander. Promising because they both have been working their asses off to get where they're at today. And with Ashlyn been training for only like two to three years now and has gotten a long way within wrestling. And now me and her both go up to Galley Lucha Libre and we work at the same companies around here now. And I'm, I, I think both of them have so much potential. And also, Maddie Monarch been, made her debut at uh, Galia Lucha Libre this past Sunday. And, like, she she is making moves. They're both making moves, and I couldn't be happier for them. Okay. Uh, next one for you. We got two more. Someone I know you're very familiar with. Jonathan Zulu. Honestly, that's 
courageous and man there's there's so many words that I can say about him but I would say just courageous in the aspect of like me and him had a series of matches at MMWA just for the junior heavyweight championship and we we blew the roof off that place multiple times and then he finally beat me for the junior heavyweight championship so about that I would say that man is he has a lot going for him right now and I'm I'm pissed and happy for him at the same time because you know he took my junior heavyweight championship well, that is true. I mean, again, if you're if you're holding a championship belt and somebody takes it from you, I mean, again, you have the right to be upset. But by the same token, too, again, that's a very classy thing to do to give them props for winning it, even though you don't necessarily have to get along with them. And last but certainly not least, a man that a lot of people know that you know very, very, very well. Matter of fact, as you see, our broadcast colleague Chris Rodell is here, a man who almost ended your career, that being the Dynamo Pro heavyweight champion, the snitch. Asshole. That's that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, check this comment out down here. It says, Just hopped in. Did you ask Tommy about the guy that spent most of 2022 beating him senseless with a chair? Yeah, and then he's gonna spend 2023 with me kicking his ass. Tom, Tommy, we'll, we'll let you go solo for that one, man. Tell us how you really feel about the snitch. Snitch, I, I, along with everybody that you come across i think you're an asshole i think you're a coward because the only reason why you got that chair on me and almost ended my career is because you jumped me from behind and it's all because you wanted the dynamo pro heavyweight championship and even then i i still feel like you don't deserve the dynamo pro heavyweight championship especially what you did have to to get to it and 2023 I, you're going to get your up and comments, whether it be from me or somebody else. Somebody's going to put their foot up your ass, and I'm hoping it's me. Ooh, I like it. I like it. You oh. know something, Night Owl? I need I to make a trip to St. Louis, my guy. I got to get my ass there now. I got you. I got you. Hey, right let, let, let me know. I can get you some tickets. Yeah, let's make it work. I got to go over there. I know Herb's got a little thing going on here in a couple of months. I'm trying to get to, up to Iowa to the Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll talk, Tommy. I, I think we need to go out and, you know, have a coffee or something. You heard me? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, Night Owl? Um, when it comes down to it, I want to I want to thank you, Tommy, for the opportunity to kind of have that word association. That's one thing I've always got to say about Tommy Davis. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. He makes it a point to let people know exactly how it is, just like the snitch is trying to do right oh, now. You know what, man? You're the champion. Go, go, go! Polish your title or something, bro. Go, go do something with your life, man. Stop harassing us, bro. You're not scheduled to be here tonight, okay? Well, you know something that is it that is his that is his right as a part That's of the true. First Amendment. That's He's true. allowed to be where true. he wants Just to be. Just don't accuse us of shit that we didn't do. Okay, Gina, that's that's where I draw the line. Don't be accusing us of shit we didn't do, because we will never allow hate speech on this this podcast. Okay, other than <laughs> when like Jeremy Carp or Sonny or Skywalker, or one of you guys is making fun of me. That that's okay. I'll be alright. Well, well, right now we're gonna change change gears here a little bit, and I'm gonna here. Every week, we have a little thing called the WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Night Owl, you got a pretty good record with the Game Show Challenge. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> Even though you complain you lose all the time. No, y'all be setting me up. Y'all be setting me up, fam. 
Oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's your own opinion. And we got Justin Wade, who very well is a very accomplished game show challenge competitor. And I'm the one that always works with the media department, so I kind of kind of uh, know what's up. Right, you chicken but, out and you never participate oh, in the challenge. Oh, yeah, that's okay, fine. we're going to go there. Yeah, we're gonna yeah go we there. are. Okay. We are. Now, you and Gina can kiss my ass. How about that? Wow. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I love wow. you, Skywalker. We good. We good. You, you know, <laughs> I'm going to throw us out here, though. You two have a good, pretty good track record. What about the Alpha? Uh, whoa. I don't think whoa. the Alpha has ever participated in a game show challenge. I've been wanting to. I've been excited. I love trivia. Oh, wow. This is going to be good. You know what? I'm going to put it this way. Uh, Tommy, are you? I will just let me move out of the way here. Let me move out of the way. There we go. Podcast game show challenge. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, let's go ahead. Let's do it, Tommy. And and the alpha, uh, the alpha's got to make it a point. He's following after Sunny Money and drinking all that coffee at nine o'clock at night. We need to go ahead and throw up some music here for the world famous, world renowned Russell Talk Podcast Game Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's installment of the world-famous WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight's contest is scheduled for the best two out of three falls. Tonight's competitors are the Tom Star, Tommy Davis, and the wait, wait, Alpha. Wait. Let's, see, let's see what the crowd's got to say about it. Tommy Davis. True. Okay. And what do we got for the Alpha? We got anything for the Alpha, guys? Guys, Never somebody in the back. Not a dime. Never drew a dime. Okay, that's wow. fine. Uh, you're hey, it's, 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 it's hazing. It's hazing, bro. You got to, you know, you're new here. <laughs> well, right now, right now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring this board against best two out of three falls. It's going to be on a particular professional wrestling topic that only I know. I haven't told the night out or Justin earlier on this evening. The idea is when you think you know the answer to tonight's question, you shout out your answer. First one to get two out of three falls wins tonight's contest. In honor of the fact that we are in Royal Rumble season, tonight's winner, or tonight's uh, category, is Royal Rumble winners. I will give you information about three individuals who've won the Royal Rumble. You tell me who that individual is. Tommy, are you ready? Yep. Alpha, are you ready? Yes, I am. Skywalker, Skywalker, before you start that off, just very, very quickly, and we'll do this right at the very end as well, I want to remind everybody that January 14th, New Year's Evolution, MMWA at the South Broadway Athletic Club, that's right in the heart of St. Louis, guys. General admission is 12 bucks, 50-50 concessions, full bar, $2 draft beer. Go to mmwa-pro-wrestling.com. Ticketleap.com and get your stinking tickets today. We'll hit that one more time before we go. Just had to make sure I hit that right in the middle of prime time. Go ahead, fellas. And you know what else? You're going to see the return of the Moon Dog back into the ring this coming Saturday night. Now, <clears throat> at this point, I'm going to do something a little different. Justin, we have two brand new contestants for the Game Show Challenge. First time ever. That's true. Who do you think walks out with a W? 
Well, just because I like giving an awful hard time, I'm going to say Tommy. Oh, wow. See, I think there's a there's a beard bias going on here, okay? And so the bearded guys are going to stick together. And you know what? The Alpha is my rookie of the year. I went and found him and brought him into the Wrestle Talk podcast. So you know what? The Night Owl is in the Alpha's corner here tonight. That's fine. Right now, it's... We each one's got the supporter, so at this point, we're going to go ahead and get things started. Gentlemen, question number one. This individual is a 2018 member of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. He has held the WCW United States Championship, the World Television Championship in WCW, the Mid-South North American Championship, and the IWA Japan World Heavyweight Championship. He is also a WWE Hall of Famer, and he's the first winner of the Royal Rumble. Name this tough guy. Jim Duggan. The first fall goes to the Alpha. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is correct. Wow. Very well done, sir. Okay, <laughs> let's go. All right, real quick, you're out. Are you ready for question number two? Yes, sir. Tommy. And Tommy Davis, are you ready for question number two? Yep. All right, question number two. This individual is a former WC or sorry WWF heavyweight and tag team champion, as well as a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. He is also the 1993 winner of the Royal Rumble, being the first. No, being the first to win a guaranteed world championship match at WrestleMania. Who was 1993? Who was 1993? No. Time out, time out. Time out. We've got to make sure Tommy Davis's connection is good. All right, Tommy's back. Okay, good. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Champion. Oh Give me another gosh. clue, Skywalker. This man was a tag team champion with the late Owen Hart. Bret Hart? No. No. Was it not Yoko? Who? 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 Yokozuna. The Press second ball goes to the Alpha. Is <laughs> correct. Now, now, Tommy. I got to tell you here, one of the things on the Russell Talk podcast is we don't let anybody get stuck, but you're getting close. Do you think you can answer the third one correctly? I don't think anybody's ever done the sweep on their first attempt. I think Tommy Davis is just the guy to nail that super kick right at the last minute, hook the leg, and close it out. But we'll see. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put money on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is this on, is Tommy. harder than it seems. Come on, this Tommy. Is very, it's challenging, bro. All this right. Is hard. The, thir- the third and final question here tonight. This individual is a former PWI Rookie of the Year. He has held championships in the NWA, WCW, and the WWF. In addition to being a member of the WWE Hall of Fame, he is also a former King of the Ring, 
and million dollar champion. He is also Stone Cold Steve Austin. It is a sweep. Oh, Tommy Davis. Royal Rumble trivia. I'm just not quick. I'm just not quick. (laughs) Bravo, bravo. Let's be honest, though. Let's be honest. If this competition had take place, had taken place in the center of a real squared circle, Alpha, oh, <laughs> Alpha would have got the Dominic Mysterio treatment. He would got his yeah. ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only time I can say I beat uh, beat Tommy Davis at something. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. congratulations. Hey, yeah, well, congratulations. Tommy, thank you. Hey, for being an absolutely great sport. Thank you for coming on and having an awesome interview. You know, it's funny. We got to you a little late, and I was like, oh, shit, hopefully Tommy doesn't have to be to work super early or something. We're going to give you guys a solid 20, 25 minutes. Well, we are now 55 minutes into this interview. So if you guys didn't didn't get enough Tommy Davis, that sounds like a personal problem to me. Okay? It does, man. Any final thoughts, bro? You want to share your social with us? Did you enjoy your visit, man? Are you coming back on? What's up? Yeah, um, I would love to come back on. Anytime you guys send me a message, I'm more than happy to come back on. Um, Catch me on Instagram at DavisTommyDavis. And, shit, uh, check me out this Saturday at the South Broadway Athletics Club in St. Louis for MMWA, where the Kings of the Revolution will go Four on four with the Brotherhood and the returning Moondog Rovers. Oh, let's put that up just one more time because Beautiful we've poster. had two incredible posters here tonight. And let me just say, and I don't know if he'll get this message. Hopefully somebody will send it to him. The Slammer is on this poster, bro. If you got Slammer on your show, anybody who knows anything about the Slammer, you know this dude is a low-key legend, dude. The Slammer is the freaking man. And then over here on the the, kind of the middle left there, the snitch, I guess, is also occupying some space on the poster, sadly. But but you know what? The man is a champion, so we got to respect him at least for that reason. So uh, before we say goodbye completely, Tommy, let me just welcome you in. As the newest member of the Wrestle Talk family, and just know, bro, we will be bugging you again soon to join us again because this was such an amazing time, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, you, bro. Respect. Final thoughts, guys. Well, I can tell you right now, guys. Two great interviews, snippets of truth, the FWWC, and of course, the world famous Wrestle Talk podcast game show challenge. I want to thank Tommy Davis for coming on the program. I want to thank. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I got to thank Ace Roberts for coming on the program. And you know who else we got to thank besides all of our great viewers? We got to thank those great sponsors. Because without the sponsors, we don't do this each and every week. So let's go ahead and acknowledge our great sponsors here this evening. Royal Mills Transportation. You saw Dewan Mills earlier on this evening. If you need transportation in the KC area, Royal Mills Transportation is your way to go. Rathbun Engraving, home one of those great Russell Talk Podcast mugs. You can get one for $20. Check with Russell Talk Podcast for more information. Nobleman's Barber Lounge, Kansas City, the King Cade Arcade at Oak Park Mall, our good friends over at Interstate 70 Sports Media, Little Popeye Designs, home of those great Russell Talk podcast tumblers. And of course, you saw it earlier tonight, the FWWC, the world's premier fantasy wrestling group, which you can catch on Thursday night, 7.30, right here on all your great social media outlets. Gentlemen, I got to tell you, it's been a great night. Things are going good. And like I said, we started off 2023 with a hot episode. And next week, make sure to tune in to the Russell Talk Podcast 
We got a lot of people coming on here to make sure things are good to go. Justin, world what, what do you got for us, baby? Oh, brother, this was a good show. You know, I, I, unfortunately, we had to see two ugly Roberts tonight. Um, and, and, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I love the guests, though. Um, I, you know, they were, uh, you know, Ace. He cracks me up. He is a good showmanship. Uh, I could talk more and more about the uh, the the potential sale of the WWE. I don't think it's going to happen until around WrestleMania season or after WrestleMania season that it's going to be brought to our attention. Um, it, you know, it just. Uh, a lot of things going on. We got the great mood is retirement coming up. Uh, there's a, a, a six man tag at the end of the month on the 22nd. Uh, he's teaming with Sting and Darby Allen in wow. uh, Japan. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about wrestling wise. And uh, hopefully next week I'll get to do that with you guys. That's right. Oh, Jericho at uh, PWG. Dude, there's oh. so much. We, we never get enough time to talk about that stuff. But but you know what? We get awesome guests. So that's a yes. fair trade off in my opinion. Yes. That's a Thank you. Alpha, we got throw it up here too, and I got to give a shout out because I know I know uh, Rodell would want it too. Can you throw up our good friend Aaron Wallace's comment here just moments ago? Well, this one first though. Okay, MMW MMWA standing, yeah, MMWA standing room only. You heard? That's how Fantastic. we get down in the Midwest. We fill that place up, standing room only. And here's uh, Aaron Wallace's comment. Sorry, I get excited, Skywalker. Blues defeat the Blames tonight. So a shout out to Baruby again. Not necessarily a huge Blues fan, but again, you got to give them props for the victory tonight here in St. Louis. Again, a lot of great hockey, a lot of great wrestling. And again, if you want to catch pro wrestling, not only do you catch MMWA Dynamo Pro Wrestling, but you also make it a point to catch it right here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Tommy Davis, we love you, bro. Be safe out there. Keep kicking ass and just know you have these guys and the rest of the team all the way behind you, cheering you on every step of the way. Stay healthy, all right, buddy? You too, man. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Love you guys too, man. Everybody have a great night. WrestleTalkPodcast.com 24-7. Joey, get well soon. Big Daddy P, God bless you. We'll see you guys next week. Adios. See you.